7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the weekend edition, the one and only Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hey, and how's everybody? I am doing not too shabby. Hopefully all of our chatters are. Um, And, of course, uh, Rain is off tonight, but in and Bobber is off tonight, too. So in their stead... The uh, in, in joining us again for the second time this week, uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back to the program. Hello, I'm here and I'm dry for one day at least. Not much no. rain today. Yay! Not a drink today. <laughs> not Is much that... rain. Oh, oh, oh! Not much rain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought I think about how dry I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've got a full glass of sangria here, so oh. that's. You know, nice. <laughs> I just cracked open old trusty beer, so I'm right there with you. And of course, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the uh, uh, Galaxy Master from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back, sir. Yes, hello, and I think I'm having a better day than Aaron Flossberg. Ah, uh, who's Aaron Flossberg? That New York attorney that cried. He was going to call ICE. Oh, oh, that. that that ass ass butt. He's an ass butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's he's paying some serious karma. Oh, yeah, I saw that video of him running away with the umbrella. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> there are people in there. They're bothering me. Help. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> the official Trump cult motto, Do something! <laughs> so, uh, anyway, well, of course, um, uh, I, I got to mention this, but we're not going to dwell on it. Uh, the Another school shooting, uh, this time in Texas. Another one in Texas. Well, there was a church shooting uh, in Texas, uh, what, six months ago or so. Uh, another church shooting, uh, school shooting rather, uh, another white kid, um, uh, apparently a big fan of the Trumps because he was following them, I believe on his Instagram and Twitter and a follower of the white house also, uh, uh, used the, the NRA.org or whatever website for, uh, his actual own website. That's neat. Um, and wore a German cross. He was very confused in his symbology on his uh, on his uh, trench coat. He wore a, a German cross, uh, a, a Soviet era hammer and sickle. Um, uh, come on, leave the Cthulhu mythos out of your twisted little gun nut fantasy. Uh, but he had a, a Cthulhu pin. Um, he had um, a kamikaze pin or something like that. I mean, you know. Just a very strange, strange kid. And, of course, he, uh, you know, everybody's like, he was a Satanist. 
Well, he also danced in his Greek Orthodox church. Huh. So, yeah. I guess he didn't I was get just the... about to say that. <laughs> Did he have yeah. anything from Wakanda? Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, and uh, oh, he had a vibranium uh, exoskeleton. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, and you know, and everybody, and, and apparently he was wearing on his hat at one point. He had a a, a pin that like a bisexual pin or something, and all these people were like, "There it is! He's a liberal." Tell that to Milo, everybody. Because mm. I'm sorry, you don't. You know, liberalism doesn't have monopoly on you know different you know sexuality. Uh, you know anymore. Uh, you've got Milo. There's a there's a lot of of. Uh, uh, at least gay white men that I know of that that are in the uh, in the alt right movement. I'm sure there's some bisexuals there too. So you know, I'm sorry. You, you know, no one party owns sexuality. You know, I mean, you know, and you definitely don't own family values anymore because you know. Well, look at look at your um, idiot you voted for and the log um, cabin Republicans. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, you know, everybody's trying to say, well, and then you know, the the one thing that really pissed me off, and I'm going to stop talking about this in a second, is that immediately somebody photo did a bad Photoshop, by the way, Joe, um, of him with a uh, Hillary for president um, hat on in front of an Antifa um, banner, and they made a fake Facebook page. And uh, it immediately got ripped down. But, I mean, that's how desperate the Trump cult is to be like, we need to do something. Do something! You know, their motto. Yeah. Yeah. And and so they immediately started generating their own fake news. But. Right. And you know who reported all his, all him, all, who he was following on Instagram and Twitter and everything? Fucking Daily yeah, Caller. Yes. Daily Caller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. So. <laughs> You know, yeah. So I mean, and Ivanka it, it, and the president, Ivanka, Melania, the White House, Melania. the president, and he liked mm-hmm. a bunch of he liked the NRA and a bunch of other stuff. And apparently, his father is a big fan of Dana Lash and Fox News. So, you know, so much hey. for their so much for their tired tropes. Um, but anyway, you know, in, in, uh, uh, yeah, so I ended up mixing it up with this bozo lady over on, uh, Twitter and it, it, it immediately got away from the, the, the school shooting, but she, she, um, she, she got angry at the person from daily caller saying, so what I follow the white house and the president and I have a gun. I'm not going to shoot up a school. And I said to her, I said, all we have to go on is your word. And if you're a Trump su- supporter, your word means nothing. Wow. <laughs> I let this woman have it. I really did. Did and, she block you? Uh, no, she kept going. She kept coming back for uh, more. Um, and um, uh, let me see, because it was a pretty good thread. And and I said, so, I said, so folks, uh, she's like... Oh, she put something something wrong with you if you make comments like that. And I responded something like, I, I said, no. People like your NRA poster boys are the problem. She's like, no, the, uh, the actually the problem lies entirely with people like you. Okay. And then I, I don't know what else I said, but she, <laughs> this was funny because she put, um, 
People like you are why Trump won. And I said, people like me are why Trump didn't win the popular vote. And that kills him every day he squats in the Oval Office. And <laughs> and in around the, the toilet. Yeah. And um and yeah, so uh and then she said in in and why he will win again in twenty twenty. And I said, You better hope he wins again in twenty twenty, and you better hope that Mueller doesn't, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, take down your fat, fat Donnie, because it's looking more like it's going to happen. And then uh, I, I insult uh, one final insult to her. I said, "Well, I got to get back to work. I'm sure you have th- something related to disability you got to do." So, and she didn't respond to that. <laughs> I know that's mean. That's mean. But I just have a feeling most Trump cultists scam uh, disability. You know, so unemployment, disability, whatever. But anyway um yeah so uh but yeah you know i mean the trump cultists are out there they're making shit up uh they're they're you know on the defensive and you know what let them and of course michelle the prayer force and thought brigades are out oh gosh yeah the, 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 the prayers and thoughts but they're not willing to do anything actual about it yeah and you know, I, I I think you know what they should do. I you know I mean because apparently the studies of of prayer actually stopping shootings after they happen, um, there's there's really not a lot of good results for that. I think it's like no zero percent. I think Rudy Giuliani has the number for us. Zero. Yes, zero percent <laughs> of school shootings or mass shootings have been prevented by after by by Monday morning quarterback prayer. Gosh, nope. You know, so now, um, I, I I don't understand why the really you know devout religious GOP doesn't just push for prayer training for the people that you know believe strongly in the GOP uh, that that you know good guns say anyway that they don't push for students in the moment when a hostile a, a live shooter approach you know in their school that they immediately don't fall on their knees put their hands together and start praying that would save them I, I imagine bullets would just start bouncing off them at that point well I think that you know we should go a step further and do preemptive prayer strikes joe and we should you know at the next nra convention they should just pray the entire time instead of putting down other americans and then maybe maybe they could prevent the next shooting joe i think i think what they should do is just make signs t and p and just hold them up every time somebody gets shot yeah really sending our t and p yeah, that's prayers. That's prayers. That's prayers. That's prayers. That's prayers. Prayer force because that covers it all. You know, thoughts and prayers. I guess T and P could be like T and A. Never mind. Or just T and P. It's as it's as useful as T P. You know, you wipe your ass with it no. and then you're done. Um, honestly, honestly, uh, if I hear thoughts and prayers from a Republican one more time, I'm going to scream right on the show. There we go. <laughs> Uh, just I, let me know and I'll, I'll plug my ears. But um, <laughs> Michelle, what were you going to say? I think they should, at every single NRA convention from this point on, since they love their guns so much, every single attendee of the NRA convention should be given a loaded AR-15. It's got a proximity, you know, uh, Bluetooth lock on it that can only be used in the vicinity of that, inside that NRA venue. Mm-hmm. And then see how much they enjoy their guns. You know, I, I I like that idea. I've often floated the idea, and usually it's met with resistance from people. But I say, here's the deal: you want to own a you want to own a AR-15. Here's what you do: 
try it on yourself, and if it works, you can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could uh, go for that. Like waterboarding. Yeah, that used yeah. to. I, I, yeah, yeah. Sure. How do you know proper waterboarding properly works? Because the people that do it have it that would have had it done on them. Yes. <laughs> ain't no way that a person that would have had it done on them going there ain't no way. I would have told them anything. Anything to get it to stop. I'm not that's not sure. reliable. The oh, truthful yeah. people have said that. There uh, have definitely. actually been people that have come out and said that. They said, you know, I, I, I underwent waterboarding, you know, as part of my training or something and I would have said anything. I would have given them my mother's social security number, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. I would have made I would have made shit up just to get it to stop. Yeah, then yes. that's that's what happens that's a lot of times. Yeah. I would tell them things they didn't even ask me. Sure. Well, you know, you'd answer questions like they didn't ask, like Rudy Giuliani, right? That's right. So <laughs> that's oh, right. Oh, Rudy, what a week. Oh man, tell him. Rudy. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, Rudy, Rudy, I've got some new clips from him. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one this morning. And then uh, mm-hmm. there's there's this one, the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> <laughs> he he screwed up and meant to say Oval Office, and then he immediately corrected himself. But he said awful. He was going to say awful office. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> the awful Oval. Wow. Yeah. The awful Oval Office. Oh my God! It smells like a cheeseburger in there. Oh my, yeah, seriously. Or the Ophel. It should be the Ophel office, isn't it? Ophel, like some kind of horrible, like head cheese kind of thing or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the uh, next president's gonna have to fumigate the Ophel Ophel office. The Ophel Oval office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smells smells like McDonald's in here. Sure. It's, well, it smells like the aftermath of McDonald's. I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sharks galore in the Oval Office. <laughs> the awful Oval Office. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, we needed that. So, anyway, yeah, we're done with school shooting talk. There we go. Um, I'm sure that people tuning into the show, I said this to everybody before we started, said, I don't think people are tuning in to hear us talk about this because they could easily flip on cable and hear everybody else talk about it. We're not going to talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it in in small bursts um, as the shows go on, but our little show isn't going to do anything. If anybody wants to vent about anything on this in open phones, they can. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna forge ahead here. Um, and of course, I, I another short clip that I got. I'm just throwing this out there early. Um, is uh, 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 Rain? I believe told me about this uh, from the other day when uh, Ivanka was in uh, Israel. The United States on America. The United States on America. <laughs> Casey missed it. The United States on America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they really have the command of the English language, those Trumps, oh, they? they we, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, they do. You, you know. can and shoot the children. Yep. So... <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. they just, uh, I guess they, yeah. oh, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, the fashion. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, just stay going. Stay going. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, here, here. This is something I made uh, for uh, Ivanka. Here we go. Like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and the United States on America. There you go. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> had to be done. That's where the awful yeah. Oval Office is. The awful Oval Office. Yep. Yeah. So. I feel the same way about her that uh, Frangela does. She, she just wastes the space. That's all. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You know, so. if she wasn't a Trump, she'd be in a in a in a Mickey Mouse costume in uh, Disney World. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of funny because she kind of refers to the United States of America. Well, when she says the United States on America, it's like she's referring to a resort, like the you know the you know the Hampton on the Greens, you know, United States on America, the United States on America, the United States on America. I, she she really struggles with America uh, at the end too there with America uh. the United States on America yeah or on a, uh, she, maybe she's saying Clint uh, says maybe she's saying un America maybe so <laughs> she seems to suffer from the same respiratory problem her father does uh, oh Mister Mister Sniffles or, or, yeah Sniffles yeah Sniffles and <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, all the God bless the United States. The United States on America. Mm, it's tip top. Early onset. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Early onset Trump. Yeah. So okay, I I I have to do this on the show because uh, my I've been questioning the nature of reality for the last two days. All right. I have been losing my mind over Laurel or Yanni. Have oh, you guys? No. Have you guys? Oh. I haven't bothered with it. Don't do this to me. Uh, I heard it on the radio show when I drive into work, so I have heard it. Here's the First thing, all, though. I, I gotta th- tell you. Huh? Barbara heard one thing. I heard another. Susan and I also heard two different things. Then we went back to the blue and white dress well i don't want to talk about that blue she and white. sees black and white <laughs> i see i so, see i see black it's and gold, creepy or no uh, no i see uh i see bl- uh, no it's yellow and white and blue or blue and black so anyway doesn't matter we're not gonna talk about the dress um okay. i'm sorry michelle it, it has to be done you don't have to participate <laughs> if you don't want but here's the thing is i've changed it around is and i've pitched it different ways and removed certain um, I, I, I did a, this is so weird. This is so weird because I, I have this thing on uh, in audacity called a low pass filter. And basically what it does is it takes out a lot of high end frequency stuff. And so basically what happened in this audio clip is, you know, with the high pitch stuff in it, I heard Yanny, Susan immediately heard Laurel. She's like, Laurel plain as day. And I'm like, I don't hear it. It was driving me crazy. I didn't hear it. And so I started listening to it more, and I started playing with the pitches on it. Mm-hmm. And all I could hear was Laurel, and the Yanny went away. And then yep. there's this website that has a slider on it where you can slide and change the pitches of it or the or the, the, the filters on it. And it's so fucking bizarre because you can slide it all the way down to one end and you'll hear one version and you keep sliding up and you'll keep hearing it and you'll keep hearing it and you'll keep hearing it and then you'll hear the other word. And then when when you hear the other word, you slide it back to where it was and you keep hearing the other word. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so bizarre. So anyway, anyway, this is 
this is the um just the regular i believe this is just the regular one so i want everybody to tell me what they hear now because i'm doing it with headphones for the first time so i don't know what i'm gonna hear laurel laurel all right i heard yanny again what did you hear joe laurel all right plain miles miles laurel michelle laurel all right now here it is with the different pitches applied to it all right this is slightly longer and i'll pause it after we do each one so here's the first one all right what did you hear there that was slowed way down i heard lanny <laughs> so you but you heard it, it sounded different to you though right it sounded yeah. like a, a hybrid yeah. Yeah. a real weird like reverberation in the his vocals mm. yeah well here's the next one really? so that's still the same pitch so it, it does kind of sound like a hybrid it kind of sounds like yelly yelly almost i i hear like yuri yeah, okay i'm hearing yuri too all right yeah i don't hear yanny but i don't hear no. laurel anymore either all right so here's the next one high pitch i hear laurel laurel i hear yeah. laurel oh i hear okay. laurel all right so this i believe is the one that i did the low pass filter on and i think this is going to sound like laurel i think laurel yes that sounds like yeah. laurel to me right yeah all right the next one see if you hear yanny laurel did you hear yanny no. nope laurel nope still laurel all right laurel. So that's it. I did the different pitches. So if anybody heard anything different, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, Clint here. hearing it says he was hearing Yuri, Yelly, things like that. But it was, it, but seriously, if, if you go to that website and play with that pitch shifter, mm-hmm. um, yep. it, it, it's crazy. It is just crazy. We did that this morning at 30% up. Mm hmm. Barb hears Laurel. Mm-hmm. At thirty percent down, mm-hmm. I hear Yanny. Yeah. At regular speed, she hears Yanny. I hear Laurel. It's so bizarre, and it's it's and it's so weird because basically it's like people's ears. And another thing too is what you were expecting to hear first can influence what you hear. Because I kept playing it at the same pitch last night on that uh, on that thing, and then there, I found one pitch where I could hear it either way. So I would say to myself, I would I would say I would say Laurel, and I would hear Laurel. I would say Yanny, and then there you know pause, and I hear Yanny. So it, it's just nuts. And I know, and the kitties are saying they hear Meowy. Meowy. <laughs> so. Uh, I think I think there was I read a scientific explanation for that, and that it has something to do with how our individual ears hear pitch. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an in, it, it's obviously an individual thing, and the way your ears are, are are for a better word word for it tuned to hear pitch. Yes, I guess like people are tone deaf, right? Oh yeah, sometimes yeah. Okay, so um, I guess it had the expl- I, I didn't read it very thoroughly, but it, but basically it has to do with individuals' ability to hear pitch. That's yeah. why when you change the pitch up and down, 
it makes a difference. Yeah, and I know people out there saying, oh, I don't give a fuck about this and everything. But to me, it's fascinating because it, it is. I, I'm, an yes. audio, I'm an audio nerd. You know, so when I hear something different, it, it, it made me feel crazy and I needed to get to the bottom of it. And then when they made this tool, it you know, and then Susan was like, okay, now I hear Yanny. And then I was like, okay, now I hear Laurel. You know, it was like, it was, it was, it was a relief, <laughs> but it's just such an interesting little anomaly to me that, you know, I, uh, you know, and again, I, because audio is, is my life with this show. So when something like that happens and it's like, well, what else am I not hearing the same? You know? <laughs> well, now, do you uh, wonder why when, when there's a crime committed and somebody says, did you hear anything last night? And five different people will hear say they heard five different things. Now you want now you know why. Yeah. So it has I think it has a practical application because how many people say, Well, it sounded like a firecracker, no, it sounded like a mm -hmm. cannon. You know, no, it sounded like a pop. No, it sounded like you know Laurel. Yeah. Oops. Um Laurel. Yeah, so <laughs> sounded like Laurel. Sorry. So yeah, so um I so I went to the tool and I, I wanna I wanna see. I, I have it slid all the way over to the 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 Yanny side. So I want to hear if you guys hear Yanny with it slid all the way over. Yelly. Yelly. I hear Yuri. I hear Yaley. Yaley. Okay. It well, I was definitely not Laurely, but it was it's it's more garbled to me. Okay. Yeah, well, it was well, started off it, it like was, Yanny, it was, but it, it ended like fainter. Me. It yeah. was fainter than the original for some reason. Okay, so I'm gonna play it continuously and use the slider and see. And I want you to, uh, the first person to hear Laurel interrupt. There, there. Okay. Yep. All right. So that was that was. Um, at uh that's but okay so so here's the thing i'm gonna go i'm gonna play it from here if you still hear laurel and then i'm gonna keep sliding it over back to the yanny side and i want you to tell me when it starts sounding like yanny but you're gonna keep hearing it at the same pitch as you just heard it at and that's what's crazy about it so here we go you're gonna hear laurel laurel right laurel yes all right laurel. i'm gonna i'm gonna change it now Sounds like your yelly. Yelly. Yeah. Yep. So, so you heard it. You heard both in the same frequencies, which is fascinating to me. Yeah. So, I mean, but it, but it's, Annie, it went uh, to yell, yelly. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I know. But, Go but ahead. With Joe, Michelle, and I, we hear it tripping at the same time. Mm hmm. Yeah. It, uh, so, I, I don't know what kind of. Uh, acoustic uh, I don't know if it's acoustic or nervous system yeah or the way your brains are wired yeah I mean yeah so and no, I know left-handed <laughs> no I'm right-handed oh okay well nobody's perfect so but I, <laughs> <laughs> well I could be left-handed for you but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know yeah. I don't hear Yanny I hear Yaley. 
All right, so let's do it the opposite way. I'm going to start all the way at the end. I'll tell you what, if you just change the pitch, Mm -hmm. I hear Yanny. Yeah, so I'm going to play. uh, I'm going to. I'm going to play Laurel, and then I'm going to slide it all the way over until you hear Yanny, and then we're going to slide back and see how long it takes to hear Laurel again. So here we go. This is Laurel, 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 Laurel. Yeary. 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 So yeah, so it's just bizarre to me. It's bizarre because your you know your your brain is is messing with you. <laughs> you know? So anyway, uh, we're done with that. We're done with that experiment. And again, it's audio, and it, it's not every day a weird audio phenomena falls into my lap here on the show. So uh, I, I definitely had to do that tonight. So I apologize to anybody who's irritated by it, but to me it was fascinating. Um, a- at least I'm not talking about the school shooting, right? So that's something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen those, uh, those three-dimensional pictures? It's just a bunch of squiggly lines or dots or whatever, and you look yes. at it and you're supposed to see some three-dimensional yes. image. Yeah, a yes. whale or a dolphin. You mean the uh, uh, crate? No, what do they call that? Uh, crazy eye or... Uh, magic eye, I, I don't magic know, eye. But I have, n- I've seen magic the pictures, eye, magic eye. Yeah. Okay. But I've never ever been able to see what the picture's been trying to show. Now, yeah, see, I see the picture. I, I see the picture, yeah. and my wife absolutely says I'm crazy, f- and I can see it plain as day. The first yeah, time I, I ever saw one, um, I was like, "Oh my God, it's there!" <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it it you know that was that was like twenty some years ago, probably like early early to mid nineties. Uh, my buddy uh, Mort had a poster of whales, and you just kind of have to let your eyes go fuzzy and buggy and cross a little bit, and then straighten yeah, them to, out, and you know, and I can do them really quick to, now sort of zone out yeah exactly but yeah so it does yeah. remind me of that so that, that i'm glad you brought that up because i was thinking of that the other day miles so but um anyway i think it, i've been told that people with an astigmatism uh tend to not see them mm-hmm. as easily as regular you know as, as people with without astigmatism in, yeah. the, in their eye and i have a really good size stigmatism so. i do too Oh, I, you. Okay. In both eyes, yeah. yeah. I have a I relatively relatively recent stigmatism, and I haven't done one of those in a long time, so I'll, I might have to see, um, you know. Uh, but, yes, and Clinster said it, magic eye, magic eye. Um, magic. But, uh, yeah, and Kat says, I heard Yanny five times before you all did. And, I, I seriously, Kat, I, I heard Yanny more than anybody, I think, here, too. It's so weird. It's so weird. But, I, I again, fascinating to me. We're done. We're moving along. Uh, keep your fingers crossed for another audio phenomenon down the road. Um, but uh, and, uh, and I, it, uh, I have I, a great ear too. I'm usually really good with voices. I'm I'm mm-hmm. more auditory than visual. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of weird because they're saying they said like younger ears can hear the the or have an easier time hearing Yanny because of the 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 higher frequencies that are in there because that's what happens like there's a high frequency distortion in there 
that you know that gets picked up on first so i don't know i'm surprised you know because my ears aren't that young and they're probably pretty damaged from wearing headphones and being in bands for so long so i don't know um it's weird but um president says all i can say about this exercise is son of a pitch so uh there you go. We'll give you a rim shot for that. But we got to go to the break, everybody. We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, come back. When we come back, we're going to be there. Are lots of Michael Avenatti tonight. Very good stuff. Uh, some really great Nicole Wallace stuff. Um, and uh, just hard times for uh, anybody in the the awful office right now. You know, the, the awful Oval Office. Yes. Uh, so, or in the orbit of said awful oval office. So, um, let's see, let's go ahead and, uh, pick out a tune. Oh, I think I'm in the mood for a hair wolf song. Something upbeat, something, something with a, a snappy that I can dance to. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, let me see, we'll do, um, oh, I, oh yeah, actually that would be fun to hear a live hair wolf song. Let's see. Yes, live at WRUW 2017 Touch Up. Doesn't mean we played there in 2017. Um, but yeah, here here we go. Since it's almost summer, Crazy Nights Last Summer. That's a fun song. Crazy Nights Last Summer by Hairwolf, live from WRUW in I believe 2007, 2006. Jesus Christ, I'm getting old. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back with lots more fun. I promise on Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Oh, this next song is sung by Rooney. It's called Sea Monkeys. No, it's not. No, it's called Crazy Nights Last Summer. It's sung by me. It's sang by Rooney. Never mind. We'll do it live. Crazy Nights Last Summer. Right. 
It's Thursday, May 17th. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse, it's showtime! Well, hello, everybody. We had a bit of a power surge here, and it kicked everything uh, offline. So uh, I think everything is rectified now. Hopefully you're hearing us in the chat room. If not, please let us know. But, of course, welcome back to the show. Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. We have electric here. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. And, of course, uh, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hey. Yeah, we usually have a lot, most of our stuff on UPSs, uninterruptible power sources. But every now and then, something knocks us off completely, and it really sucks. Well, this is like two, uh, I don't know if this is the same thing that happened on Tuesday or not, but I'm, I'm a little irritated by this. If it happens again next Tuesday, I'll know something's up. But uh, anyway, and welcome back, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, before we get to the Avenatti thing, I'd like to ask a question sure it's it's involved so um every year um time magazine puts out a person of the year issue and over the past years it's been like the uh the me too movement thing and then like the kids of parkland uh Mm -hmm. shooting survivors and uh you know they, they pick things that really are like movers and shakers or people that have really influenced the country or social things and what have you blah 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 so I'm, I am curious to know your opinions on, I mean, obviously I think if Mueller comes out with something that this year that is really earth-shaking and, and 
just totally flips the table, if you will, he, yeah. he'd be a good runner. But if he doesn't, if he still stays behind the shadows and keeps his head uh, to the grinding stone and doing whatever, I think a the a real good candidate that they might pick is Avenatti. I, I like the idea. I got no qualms with that. Just because, well, I mean, consider all the things that he said that people are casting a shadow of a doubt over, and they all ended up turning true. Right, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is uh, this is and this is great stuff because that, that that's a good setup for this audio here, actually. And Joe, did you happen to see the MSNBC interview with uh, Avenatti with Craig Melvin the other day, the phone interview? No. Oh, all right. There's in four parts. This is the interview. Here is uh, part one, and this is all about. The timeline of when, what Trump, you know, what Trump knew and when he knew it, and if they weren't lying then, they're lying now. <laughs> and this is kind of a setup for it, but it goes into more detail because I kind of for there's been so much shit going on. Thankfully, Avenatti is there to to keep track of the timeline of what they've how they've been lying. And this is about the. What we were we were all excited about on Tuesday was that financial disclosure form that Trump did disclose the payment to <laughs> yes to to Cohen uh, the hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment to pay off Stormy Daniels. So um, it, this is this is just truly mind boggling. I love this. This is such good audio, Mr. Avenatti. I assume that you've had an opportunity to pour over these documents to a certain extent. You've seen the letter uh, from the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein as well. Uh, what is your major takeaway, sir? Well, my major takeaway is is that uh, you know either the uh, either Mr. Trump was lying then or he's lying now, one of the two. But you can't reconcile this disclosure with what he previously stated to the American people on Air Force One. You can't reconcile it with what Michael Cohen previously told the American people earlier this year. You can't reconcile it with what Michael Cohen's attorney, uh, Mr. Schwartz, repeatedly told uh, the American people on your network and other networks earlier this year. So, you know, it brings up that old adage, and I keep using it, what a, oh, what a tangled web we weave when at first we practice to deceive. Uh, you know, I think that this it's remarkable now that uh, the president has come forward and is now admitting that he paid these monies when he denied it on videotape to the American people uh, about uh, in early April. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, telling the truth, the Trump cult? Can't do it. Yeah. The <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances they'll tell the truth? Um, I, I think uh, zero. Yeah, especially when you're okay. operating out of the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> Go ahead, Miles. What are you going to say? One of the things I heard uh, Giuliani say that caught my ear, and really I was like, what? I mean, did he say that? He was responding. I don't know who he was talking to. I, I go on YouTube and I look at a lot of clips yes. of uh, interviews. So one of the things he, he said was, we're still figuring out the facts. Yes. And I was like, what do you mean figuring out the facts? <laughs> yeah. That's not, facts are not something you figure out. Yeah, you know, well, there's... statement. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, basically, we're still trying to get our story straight. That's what he really should be saying. Yeah, hmm. I, I know. But to, but to say figure out the facts, it's just like yeah. you know, he's just yeah, he's just trying to spin or whatever. They're I'm trying like, to settle on a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> plausible that the American people will swallow. You know, that's what he really was saying. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think they're just trying to make up so many lies that people won't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, uh, I, I think there you're. You uh, I think you're completely right. Um, you yep. know, and uh, but yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, this is just bonkers. So anyway, um, the the next clip, and I find it really funny that the the location of the footnote on the the details of this payment. Um, it, it's really funny because Craig Melvin, you know, he's asking his producer, what page was that on? What page was that on? Listen for what page it was on because that it really makes it. Uh, it's, it's so ironic. <laughs> Here you go. Michael, again, for folks who might just be joining us, this is a 92 page uh, disclosure form that we've been pouring through. And uh, one of uh, this is at the bottom of what page is this been? This is that one's 45. This is page 45. 45. <laughs> um, a footnote reads in the interest of transparency, while not required to be disclosed as reportable liabilities on part eight in 2016 expenses were in incurred by one of Donald J. Trump's attorneys, Michael Cohen. Mr. Cohen sought reimbursement of those expenses, and Mr. Trump fully reimbursed Mr. Cohen in 2017. The category of value would be uh, between $100,001 and $250,000, and the interest uh, would be zero. Yeah. So th those are all the little details they, they put in the footnote and everything. But I love I love it. Page 45. <laughs> it's like it's like a Talk harbinger. Burying the lead. <laughs> yeah, it's a harbinger of bad fortune, I, I like to think. Um, so, so yeah, so that was just a little bit of setup there, uh, for, you know, uh, uh, for the next clip. And this is where, uh, in case you guys, in case, because I forgot about some of the timing on this, because like Rain says, every week is a month and, uh, and Caitlin, Chris uh, as well. But, um, this is so crazy how they've lied about this. And I, I know they've lied about it, but. Avenatti is like he's the great scorekeeper <laughs> on the lies. He probably has like you know you know pictures with string and chalkboards and thumbtacks, you know, uh, try in his office, uh, uh, you know, or or maybe just a spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> I, that's what I, I was think, just thinking. <laughs> I think one of the most powerful tools when it comes to unraveling crap like the. Trump administration is trying to spin is a timeline because yeah. it's linear, it's easy to follow, and it shows what happened when. And when the Trump administration started to insert facts, mm -hmm. insert <laughs> air quotes there, yeah, uh, that don't match up with the timeline, that's when things start to go kooky. And you're like, wait a minute, we know this to be true, but you're saying this now. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they can't keep their story straight. Can't do it. Timelines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, here we go. So, the, the, speaking of timelines, Michael Avenatti with Craig Melvin on MSNBC talking in more detail about the $130,000 payment in the disclosure and Cohen's false statement. Um, it was just in April. 
This is uncanny. You're saying that that based on that footnote, uh, the president was, again, to use your words, either lying then or is lying now. Well, it's absolutely true. And and look, I mean, you got to go back and take a look at Michael Cohen's statement that he issued in in March of this year, uh, where he stated that uh, he had facilitated the payment and he was never reimbursed uh, by the Trump organization or the campaign. It was purposely deceitful and deceptive because, and I pointed this out at the time, that it left open the question as to whether Mr. Trump had reimbursed him. And now, of course, we find out that Mr. Trump did reimburse him. So they purposely crafted that statement, Michael Cohen did, to suggest that he was the one that paid the money and that neither Mr. Trump nor any of his affiliated organizations reimbursed him. That's what he wanted the reader to believe of that statement. And now we find out that that, in fact, was uh, absolutely false. Can you believe it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so what Cohen said, he hadn't been, he had not yet been reimbursed last month. The financial disclosure, the payment disclosure, was about payments made in 2017. Right. So. That's pretty so delicious. What I say is both cannot be true. Yes, that is a hundred percent correct. Would they have? But you know, there's but given time, they're still settling on the lie. Uh, <laughs> and the chances that they are telling the truth are. Uh, well, let me see. What do you think, Rudy? Zero. Yeah. You know, and it's you know why it's zero, of course, because you know can't do it. Just can't do it. <laughs> can't tell the truth. Can't. Not, not from the Start awful the truth. You're going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> That's the best clip ever. The awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> yeah. Do a Google search uh, on full Oval Office. Yeah. Go, go do a Google search. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so all right so the last one uh from the the disclosure forms on the on the stormy daniels hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment um here are here's avenatti talking about trump and giuliani's false statements on the matter from again like Miles says, a timeline, very important. Do you believe that this might also help explain why, why your good friend uh, and the president's new attorney, Rudy Giuliani, was, was on television just a few weeks ago and, and made that, uh, sort of dropped that bombshell that caught a lot of folks by surprise? Might this help explain that? Might uh, Giuliani had known that this was going to come out and there would be no way they could hide it any longer? Well, I think, it, I think that may help explain it. I think he also knew that we had, a, had evidence and there was other evidence that he been seized in connection with the raids that were going to render the prior uh, representations absolutely false. I'm sure that he knew that. But also, let's not lose track of the following. Even after Mr. Giuliani came forward and made those statements, he then seemed to suggest um, when confronted with the Air Force One video denial by the president, when he was confronted by that uh, or with that by the media, he seemed to suggest that it was only a recent act or a recent instance where the president had become <laughs> aware of this reimbursement. Well, we, we now know that that's not true because the reimbursement took place in 2017. I mean, these guys can't keep their lives straight. Can't do it. 
<laughs> can't do it. Just can't do it. No, no. Can't. can't do it. There's zero chance they can do it. You know? Uh, <laughs> I need a full office. Hopefully. Yeah, I need <laughs> zero. Can't do it. The awful Oval Office. <laughs> the awful Oval Office. <laughs> He's oh. such a fucking caricature of himself I wonder if, anymore. if you p- play that at different pitches, you'll hear different things. Uh, <laughs> maybe so. I. Because the first time you played that, I heard Yanny. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> here, let me let me change the pitch and see if I can. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I, I, it's going to take me a second to change the pitch on this, but I think I can do it. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, America. I I heard uh, I heard uh, awful Oval Office. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. And play play it at a higher pitch and I, I think you hear zero. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me see. Zero. Yeah, I yeah, I heard zero yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh <laughs> can't. can't do it. Oh man. So uh yeah, seriously, uh, Rudy has given me some really choice audio of late. Thank you. Um but yeah, I mean so, so there's three different stories, at least three different stories. With Cohen, Trump, and uh, Giuliani, and they can't keep them straight. I love it, and, but well, they're just figuring them out. They're just they're they're figuring out their 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 facts. Yeah, yeah. It's hard when you have facts and then you have alternative facts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have no. facts to back this up. Yeah, zero. Can't but do I it. I love hearing that there are uh, more women in the batter's box ready to come out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it with and uh, Avenatti said, I think on Morning Joe the other day, they said, have they have they been given payments from Trump larger than one hundred and thirty thousand dollars? And he said, Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Why? They, they yes. Absolutely have. You know, it is. It, uh, I I am I I want I love for the. Uh, because the elections, no. I want to get the house, and that, I have an idea. Uh, I want to talk to you, like after the break, about uh, the, the election in the house. But the, the what the the Mueller and Cohen investigation right now is looking so sweet for just like being an October surprise. I'll, I'll accept a September surprise. Anything, just right. Just watch it hit the fan, and and this entire administration go into full defense mode well defense for trump is although shit uh, he may he may take us to war well, what it, the dog yeah uh, well yeah i mean it, we, we don't know we don't know what's going to happen can we predict the future uh can't do it no we can't uh but you know but if, if you want to talk about this i would suggest we, we, you you discuss it now because we have a couple minutes um and because the next the nicole wallace stuff i have i got six clips i want to try and get through okay so uh, so the thing about the house yeah. mm-hmm. okay um so uh, i'm feeling pretty confident that we're going to win back the house a lot of predictions are going that way you know so i was yeah. thinking of uh you know because you're you're like the contest guy you've got prizes that you might want to give out or whatever sure the contest would be pick the, um a number and that is the, the number is how many seats do the Democrats win? We need 24 to take the House, and so you just throw that out there, and the person that guesses it right 
you know, if they guess 45 and it's 45 or, you know, 32 or whatever the number is, that, uh, you know, just make a contest of it. Just a thought. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. So how many jelly beans are in the jar? So. <laughs> like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, predictions. I, I dig it. Um, yeah, we could we could definitely run a contest, uh, you know, to get people excited about the midterms. We got plenty of time, but the thing is, if this Mueller investigation comes out like in October, and the polls right now with Trump hovering at the I don't know mid thirties, and the, mm. this Mueller thing comes out and his polls drop down to his total base, which is what twenty five percent or whatever, much. it could really it could really just make ruin the House numbers. For the GOP, and, yeah. and they lose the Senate too, which is a which is the whole and thing. lose their minds, hopefully. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So cool. Well, all right. Uh, uh, anything else uh, you want to add on, Michelle? Before we go to the break. Um. Nope. I had to mute because the kitty was being too. Noisy. Oh, it was Sorry cute. <laughs> it was cute. I loved it. Um, Joe, anything uh, you want to add before you hit the break? No, I hit the break. All right, let's do that because uh, we got some great audio from Nicole Wallace and her panel from uh, the other day, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, Schadenfreude. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, run to that break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with uh, Joe and Miles and Michelle in for Bob and Rain tonight. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and the United States on America. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend, yeah, weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program... 
from the Tim Caramel Show and heard every Tuesday and Friday here on Indie Media Weekly and owner-operator of Joe's Clown Car Garage and the poorly written political blog, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania. What an introduction. I know. Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know I did all that shit. Yeah. Holy God. Uh, and, <laughs> of course, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team, heard every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, along with myself, John Arthur Kendall. Uh, it's the one and only Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie. Welcome back. Howdy, howdy. And the Rogue DM, Michelle Lagon. Welcome as well. Yep, and uh, chasing the cats away from my keyboard. No, they, they, they come on, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so uh, one thing the cats I think would would not say no to is a little bit of this. I love that really mean, like, single piano note strike, <laughs> like that right after Schadenfreude. You know, it's yeah. just like a little accent note, a little punctuation. Uh, so anyway, in Avenue Q, if anybody doesn't know, that's from Avenue Q, which is like kind of an adult version of the Muppets. Um, so. I would love to go see a live performance of that. Um, so, all right, here we go. Um, the Trump cult has been saying for so long now, no collusion, no collusion, no puppet, no puppet. <laughs> uh, you know, no collusion. There's no evidence of collusion. And now it's like, and I love it because within this audio, you hear him say, well, now they've kind of lowered the bar. And it's like, well, so what if they did collusion? It's okay. You know, and it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. Nixonian. It's like, well, it's le- it's it's you know not illegal if the president does it. Well, the collusion was happening mm-hmm. during the campaign, so um, oops. Uh, so yeah, and now it's the uh, what? The awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. Uh, <laughs> can't can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, yeah, so here we go. This is Nicole Wallace, and she had a panel of Michael Schmidt from the New York Times, Joyce Vance, former U.S. attorney, Matthew Miller, former spokesperson for Eric Holder, and Chuck Rosenberg, a former uh, official at the FBI. Um, it, where I can, I will cite who is who speaking. I think this one... Um, yeah, and this one, this is picking up on the story... That Giuliani was on uh, Fox and Friends the other day. There was a New York Times article about, was there a spy? Was there a spy in the Trump <laughs> campaign for the FBI? Well, we learn, we learn, we're going to learn what exactly that story is from Michael Schmidt from the New York Times eventually in one of these clips. But it, it's a, the clip. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, Chuck Rosenberg is one of the most understated people personalities i've ever seen he's he's great he's great um but yeah this you know this whole panel was fantastic so but this is mostly nicole wallace with setup i think maybe michael schmidt was talking in this clip a little bit um but uh yeah, so so listen to this. This is this is set up for you know the you know uh, uh, the, you know, basically Nicole Wallace is like we're it sounds like they're trying to say they were too stupid to collude. My favorite chapter of the year-long Mueller probe is definitely the Rudy clip. I want to show you guys. Oh, some oh, I'm sorry, stuff. I'm sorry. Before we get to that, we need more setup for this. It's not just Schadenfreude. 
it's something else very special. Happy anniversary, Trump cult. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary, but be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. The um, so happy anniversary. The Mueller investigation is a year old. It's 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 uh you know it's eating some solid foods now. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's, it's gonna start it's teething eating soon. Eating lightning and crap and thunder. Yeah. So and this this to me I, I love because again a year ago people were saying oh this Mueller thing you know it'll be over in a couple weeks and then it'll be oh this Mueller thing will be open over and you know. Take a couple, few more weeks. <laughs> you know, well, next month this thing's just gonna be over. This thing, seriously, this—it's almost at the end, and it's a year later, you idiots. And so this is this is where we are. And Mueller knows so much more than what what any of us know. And that is a goddamn thing of beauty. Um, so this is, uh, yeah, so Nicole Wallace is commenting on one of her favorite chapters of the year-long uh, installment of uh, <laughs> All Muller's Children. <laughs> uh, so here, here we go. My favorite chapter of the year-long Muller probe is definitely the Rudy clip. I want to show you guys some more Rudy sound from this morning. I think we're going to have to look into whether we can challenge the legitimacy of the entire investigation. Maybe a special prose- prosecutor, special counsel never should have been appointed. Not based on an illegal leak. I'm shocked to hear that they put a spy in the campaign of a major party candidate, or maybe two spies. And now I'm going through oh. my brain since you, you know I was a big part of that campaign. I'm trying to figure out who was the spy. Right. <laughs> now I'm I wonder, is it this person or that person or this person? Uh, Now, if there's a spy, they got nothing from it. Look, they'd be able to bring their case right now if the spy had any incriminating information. How is that? That spy should have been enough to tell them that these people were not talking to the Russians. Because the spies were Russians. (laughs) It goes like this. Uh, This is what they say, not on television. He and they were too stupid to collude with Russians. That is their defense against collusion. Am I missing anything? Yeah, but the problem is, is, is the goalposts have moved on collusion. A year ago, it was like, no, you know, we know nothing about the Russians, no contacts. Then the Don Jr. meeting comes out where there was the meeting about dirt, the George Papadopoulos stuff. So maybe they weren't, but they certainly were collusion curious. They were, certainly- <laughs> they were collusion active. I mean, they were colluding. I think the open question is, did, did they know how well it was working? They I mean, they were colluding. They may not have been good at it. And there may not have been a criminal conspiracy to commit crimes but they were colluding as i understand the definition they were trying to collude all the time yeah yeah that was the fashion they were operating the fashion when when he said collusion when i heard that yesterday when when he said collusion curious yeah (laughs) I, i almost i was eating dinner i almost fell off my chair don't choke. Awesome. So that was uh, one of the funniest lines of the week. It really was. It really was. But you know, it, it, you know, collusion carries is definitely it's funny. But they were <laughs> colluding. It, it's a fact. They were colluding. 
Well, you know, and apparently there's like what there's a list out now of like 142 things that Donald Trump Jr. can't remember. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's like if I invite you over to my house and say, "Okay, Ken, come out over my house, bring a gun. We're gonna kill my neighbor." <laughs> oh. You come over and you say, "Gee, Joe, I, I'm still about killing your neighbor, but I forgot the gun." <laughs> yeah yeah see <laughs> still committed a crime uh, yeah that that's a good analogy I think, yeah, yeah that, i think we did yeah there Just you go forgot the freaking gun and now now this is a good one uh michelle this is joyce vance uh former u.s attorney about how prosecutors are going to view any collusion there was. I think prosecutors would call it a conspiracy and they were a little bit more than just collusion curious because we hear Rudy <laughs> Giuliani saying this week, you know, they were disappointed by the June Trump Tower meeting. Don Jr. expected to get more out of this meeting. Manafort was on his phone and Jared came up with an excuse to leave early because the Russians didn't have enough collusion to offer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh and I don't know if you have the clip, but he, he also said, Rudy also said, would you, if they had it, they would have used it. <laughs> I think that might be in the next one because Nicole, uh, actually, she played uh, more because she was like, she couldn't get enough of the Giuliani stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so M Michelle viewing collusion as conspiracy, that's pretty nice, right? Yes, it is. And I really, really like that. You know, like like people have said, you know, it's like going to the dock expecting to buy cocaine and then you get pissed off when the police arrest you for trying to buy cocaine, even if there's no cocaine there. You yeah. Know, it's, it's, yeah. Well, I didn't get the yeah. cocaine. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Well, it's not fair. That cop wasn't a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? How, how can you arrest me for you know trying to pick up a hooker when the cop was not a hooker? Oh, good point there. Can't do it. <laughs> you know what the chances of convicting that guy are? Zero. No, well. No. <laughs> uh, I told you we'd have fun tonight. Um. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, well, what if he just said just the tip top? Tip top. No. So, <laughs> um, so, all right. So here's the next one. And this is, uh, uh, this is Chuck Rosenberg. And it, it, this is what I say all the time. What we know about the Mueller investigation is like a drop of the ocean, you know? I mean, we, we really don't know. Yeah, there are things that get out after people are interviewed and there are leaks that happen, whatever. But they have, you uh, again, uh, the joke that I made uh, on the Tim Carmel show a couple weeks ago, Joe, is about a very real crisis in America. <laughs> yes. Where, yes. you know, the, the Mueller team is running out of yellow legal pads and we That's should donate any, any, you know, secondhand mm -hmm. yellow legal pads we might have laying around. Uh, you know, because they have so much on this freaky cabal of, of crooks, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, you're right. Chuck Rosenberg, very understated, but man, he very. packs, he packs a, a punch, uh, with what he does. He does. Yeah. So here's a, here's part three. 
Take me inside how Bob Mueller looks at all this. I mean, it's, it's funny because of the incompetence with which they even carried out attempted collusion. But, but it does seem that there is an acknowledgement that um, oh, there are a lot of people with a lot of exposure. And the people I constantly hear come up on the collusion question are, are Donald Trump Jr. for that meeting, uh, for things he said when, when it was revealed. Um, and um, and it, it, so the Trump Tower meeting. And then just, just the known unknown. Who was talking? To, no one knew who was talking to anybody. And you've got Papadopoulos holding out Russia contacts. You've got people trying to set up a meeting between the big guy and Vladimir Putin. And even the legal team seems to acknowledge that they don't know what they don't know. And that at this hour, it's possible Mueller knows more than they do. Oh, it's, I can guarantee you that Mueller knows more than they do, right? I mean, this is a guy who, in a thoughtful, methodical, precise way, Nicole, has gone about collecting these facts, right? So what do you think he has? Well... I, I wish I knew, because the submarine only surfaces from time to time, and we only get a glimpse of it, right? Uh, it's but bigger than a submarine, isn't it? It's a, well, it's a big submarine, but it's also a big ocean that it's you know, uh, patrolling. So what do you think he knows? Well, here's what I expect to see. I expect to see more indictments, certainly related to the hacking of the DNC, almost certainly related to conspiracy to interfere in our election processes in some way, and also almost certainly involving other financial frauds. I mean, those are the, those are the signs we're getting, the signals we're getting right now. Uh, and I actually have audio of uh, the moment Trump uh, watched that on TV. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that's some big stuff there, Miles. Uh, you know, oh, oh I, I am, this, I'm glad they're not looking into me. <laughs> this, yeah, I, uh, Mueller, Mueller has, has the goods. I mean, for example, the, uh, SARs, the, uh, suspicious activity reports. Yeah. The, the one that got leaked was leaked because the, someone that was looking at them noticed that two of them were missing. And the third one that got leaked references the other two. And for somehow, some way, in this file that there, where objects are not supposed to be deleted, they're supposed to be, it's a permanent file, they were gone. Now, yeah. that, those are, that's, that's out of this database that the government runs. I, I don't remember the name of it, but that's not the point. The thing is that Mueller already, you know Mueller has already gone to the source of the bank, and they still have the records. He has it all. Oh, yeah. He doesn't need the suspicious activity reports. He just went to the bank and go, yeah, that account there, everything, everything that happened in that account, I want to know. Sure. Where the money came in and where the money went out. And that bank handed it over. And Mueller already has it. Oh, so sad for the Trump cult. Uh -huh. can't, can't do it. <laughs> Do you know Mueller already knows what divorce lawyer Melania is going to use? <laughs> he probably does. He probably does. Very good. But yeah, Michelle, you know, uh, uh, according to this, I mean, you know, things aren't nearly as dire as we're led to believe sometimes by the opposition that, you know, oh, Mueller's going to be fired. I mean, I think at this point. Because, you know, Mueller, and, and I, I think I'm probably going to steal from Joe when I say this, is, you know, Mueller has a contingency plan if he's fired. You yeah. know, this is all going to, you know, there there is an inheritor out there. So, but yeah, so this is, this is, uh, but what do you think of, of, of this, this stuff so far from Nicole Wallace's panel? 
Um, I'm enjoying it. It's giving me something Good. to smile about. Good. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I, I love this one. All right, here, here's uh, part four, <laughs> Joe. Um, hey, ever, I think this has Rudy. Uh, this might have Rudy audio on it. I'm not sure. But uh, at the very least, you know, the, the def- defense that they're doing now is, hey, everybody does it. No, they don't. <laughs> everybody everybody <laughs> colludes. No, they don't. The idea that Rudy's yeah. message around this is everybody does it. No, they don't. This, you, this is hair on fire ridiculous. And um, it's not something that you would expect from any candidate for any major office in Not this even country. just presidential. Let, let's watch That's it. Right. This is an important point. Remember June of 2016? That's about when I joined the campaign. Nobody's going to focus on a Russian woman who says that she has false information about Hillary. Turns out she wants to negotiate sanctions and they throw her out basically. And then when she wants to meet again, they don't meet with her. Who would, who would, I wouldn't remember that. But, I had people coming up to me saying all kinds of things about Hillary. And I'm willing to believe almost anything about her. And I used to get rid of them. When I ran against them, they were looking for dirt on me every day. I mean, that's what you do. It's a, maybe you shouldn't, but you do it. Nothing illegal about that. And even if it comes from a, from, a, from a Russian or a German or an American, it doesn't matter. And they never used it. It's the main thing. They never used it. They rejected it. If there was collusion with the Russians, they would have used it. Bullshit. I actually oh. worked on more presidential campaigns than Rudy Giuliani has run for president. Oh. And that is wrong. That is a lie. You don't use information from another country, an adversary or an ally, in the, in the conduct of a presidential campaign. Yeah. No, not everybody does that. No. So, did you hear yes. what he said though? If they uh, had information, they, they would have used. Yeah, if they would have colluded, they would have <laughs> used the information. They would use. Yeah, they well, tried. Distinction there. They tried. <laughs> Go ahead. They tried. They would have used this. They didn't get it. Well, if I got the cocaine officer, I would have used it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, officer. Yes, I was in a hotel room with a hooker, but my, my wee-wee never went into her hoo-ha. See, there you go. <laughs> but I never did that cocaine. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Right, uh, <laughs> well, anyway... Uh, the thing, the thing about that was, he makes a distinction. What is what, if the opposition research comes from a German or it, no? If if it comes from an Italian, a German, a French, it doesn't matter. But if it comes from a government, that's the distinction. Yes, exactly, exactly, and that's why everybody's freaking out. The the the, the big difference between hiring Fusion GPS which as a private company has every right to have uh, contractors in different countries. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like, it's okay. It's like saying it would be wrong if I'm a, a, an historical researcher. Okay. And I, you know, you want to learn about your family, you know, family tree or something like that. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, Joe, he was, he, you know, his family's from Italy. So I'm going to call, some of my Italian contacts and see if they can find any information about, you know, the Santorses, uh, you know, it, it, you know, I mean, that's what it's like. It's, it's, it, it, you know, it's using your resources a, as a private company. Right. And that's what Fusion GPS did. What they were doing is they were entertaining people from the Russian government in their building. 
and that wasn't their, you know, but yeah, so you're right. If it comes from a government, that's terrible <laughs> because it's probably propaganda. If you work with our ally that has contacts in another, you know, in, in, a, in an unfriendly country, it's a completely different thing. And uh, I did want to read uh, Tim Cormel's comment. Criminals always think they've outsmarted everyone and get caught. That's exactly the every time, you know, so, well, at least 98% of the time. Um, uh, uh, Michelle, did you want to jump in on, on that one before we get to the next one? No, I'm good. Let's hear the next one. All right. Miles, any thoughts? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, you're, you're good. on cloud things nine. You're on more, cloud nine. More please. So, okay. So this next one, I love it because, you know, Rudy's like, I'm trying to figure out who the spy is. Who's the spy? I don't know who the spy is. Maybe there's a couple spies. Can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. He yes. said he went through his brain. I went through I my brain. That didn't take long. No, no. I, 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 I stuck a Q-tip in my ear and I pulled it out. I looked at my brain. I throw it away because it wasn't doing me any good. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, sorry for my terrible Rudy Giuliani impression. Now but, we, how many spies could there have been? I looked through my brain. Zero. Zero spies. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Uh, all right, so here we go. This is, uh, and, and I love this. I love this because they're like, oh, you couldn't figure out who that was? Well, there's a couple people we can think of. I haven't worked on any campaigns, and I know this, that if the Russian government wants to meet with you, Nicole, it's not typically for your benefit, right? It's typically for the benefit of the Russian government. Bingo! And you can't see that if you don't know that, if your antenna are not up for that meeting. Well, okay. their antenna weren't up for anything. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I sort of accept this unwitting theory that perhaps they have antenna performance issues they didn't know but the idea that that it's gone so far over the line from what what could be truly innocent um collusion curiosity to now <laughs> alleging that there was a spy I, I mean they read the paper and they pull out of it and distort the most ridiculous thing and and i have now matt miller that rudy giuliani <clears throat> is now going through his brain and you know i was a big part of that campaign and i'm trying to figure out who the spy was well i mean we know carter page was under spies <laughs> since early 2013 you could start with him and george papadopoulos if you can find him he works for bob Mueller now he's Ooh. pleaded guilty to lying about his contacts with russians and mike flynn has also pleaded guilty to lying about his conduct. I mean, I don't know who the spy was. I'm not sure it's clear that there was one, but there, there, there were people who lied about their contacts with Russians. Mm. Can't do it. Can't, he can't think of one. <laughs> he looked at his brain. Can't do it. <laughs> I guess they have. I guess he has an antennial dysfunction. Yes, uh, antennial dysfunction. <laughs> there you go. He's here all night, ladies and germs. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I, I just love that. It's like, oh, I can't figure out who it was. I got, I can't do it. You know, can't do it. <laughs> uh, well, Ma Carter Page, Michael Flynn, George Papadopoulos, Jesus, God, got no you know idea. I told you, Kenny, in the chat today, <laughs> that poor, poor Chris Cuomo had to go home and change after that interview. Oh yeah, I do have a little <laughs> bit of suit was dripping wet oh yeah yeah <laughs> he got hosed down <laughs> like that raccoon um oh, my so God. uh but yeah so actually we'll have more that we'll have some of that audio later of uh, oh, good cuomo and, and giuliani uh melting down <laughs> over playing his playing a video of rudy giuliani 
Oh my yeah, that's god. That's not fair. This is not that's why nobody back. comes on your show and you're loud, loud, got lousy Play ratings. Words and they, right back to me. That's like why I your said. ratings. That's why your ratings are zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he lost his little pea brain. Well, we already know he lost his pea brain because he took it out and looked at it, and it rolled into a gutter, and um, his knees are too bad. He couldn't get down there to fish it out. Uh, great. Oh yeah, God, uh, he, he tied he tied a string onto his lower plate and tried to fish it out, but um, <laughs> he's, got, he's got magnetics in the, the magnet on his plate. Sure, yeah. yeah, but you don't want to be looking in those street rain gutters because you know Kellyanne lives down there. Oh yes, yeah, oh yeah, I saw Yeah, I know. So, uh, but anyway, all right. So we have another one, but it's two minutes long. I, I don't have time to play it now, so we'll save that for later on in the program. But it's a good clip because it's pretty self-contained because it's all about what the New York Times is talking about with that, um, the, the campaign spy, uh, you know, the alleged campaign spy. It, it's very enlightening. So uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, Green News Report coming up. We'll come back and do name-calling and uh, take a few phone calls and get into some other trouble. We'll see what happens. If you got any birthdays, please let uh, somebody you know in the chat. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Thursday, May 17, 2018. As I look back on those decisions, I would not make the same decisions again. EPA Chief Scott Pruitt, who still has a job, gets grilled by Democratic senators. In some cities, every single road shut down. Extreme storms kill five in the northeastern U.S. King County, Washington, files climate liability lawsuit against major oil companies. Plus... If they're exercising during the third trimester of pregnancy, um, they may... They want to consider not exercising outside. New study finds air pollution dangers extend into the womb. All of those dangers and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I love cold country. My lungs are so black I once had the hiccups and a canary flew out. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, in our last Green News Report, you had a story on how global warming is making storms worse. And what do you know? Today, we have terrible storms on the East Coast. Yes, a large and very dangerous storm system caused severe damage in the Northeast this week, including generating three tornadoes in New York State, where Governor Andrew Cuomo declared a state of emergency. The storm's record-setting high winds caused the deaths of at least five people, knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of people, triggered flash floods, and forced the closure of some regional rail lines. It's another reminder to be sure that you and your family 
family are prepared for these increasing intense extreme weather events. In politics, Trump Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt got a grilling from Democrats in a Wednesday Senate Appropriations Committee hearing. Mmm, grilled Pruitt. Democratic Senator Tom Udall of New Mexico excoriated Pruitt over the 12 separate probes and investigations into his spending and ethics scandals. 12 official federal investigations of this guy. Yes, the inspector general of the EPA said that he will now investigate Pruitt's use of secret private email addresses that bypass public records laws, but it may have to wait until he gets a bigger budget. He was using secret email addresses. Right. A private server. Yes. Lock him up. Here's Senator Tom Udall at that hearing. Administrator Pruitt, it's hard to know uh, where to begin this morning. Every day there seems to be a new scandal and you at dead center. I'm tempted to say your scandals are a mere sideshow distracting us from the long-lasting devastation your leadership is making on human health and the environment. Tempted to say, he just said it. Also in that hearing, Administrator Pruitt claimed that the controversies were mostly overblown, but he did admit that as I look back on those decisions, I would not make the same decisions again. And I'm sure we're going to talk about some of those. Oh, just a few. And the administrator denied knowing that his own employees helped block a federal study showing toxic chemicals are contaminating water systems across the country. And that study has still not been released. Right. Meanwhile, just one of the costs of shifting the burden of pollution to the public, a new study has found that the harm of air pollution extends even into the womb. They found that children of mothers who were exposed in their third trimester to fine particles of air pollution from fossil fuels had a 60% higher risk of elevated blood pressure. And that has lifelong negative health impacts, according to lead author Dr. Noel Miller of Johns Hopkins University. Children who have elevated blood pressure in childhood have a higher probability of having hypertension later in life and cardiovascular diseases. Another type of pollution, plastic, has now been discovered in the deepest part of the ocean. A plastic bag was found in the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean, some seven miles beneath the surface. A new analysis documented nearly 3,500 pieces of plastic pollution and fishing gear on the deep sea floor. Some countries and cities have begun to ban single-use plastic products to address the growing scourge of plastic pollution in the ocean. But some good news, a federal appeals court has ordered a halt to construction on some portions of Dominion Energy's controversial Atlantic Coast Pipeline on the grounds that a permit granted by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is inadequate to protect six endangered species along its route. And finally, in Washington State, King County, home to the city of Seattle, has filed a climate liability lawsuit against five giant oil companies. The county is seeking damages to help pay for the costs of dealing with accelerating climate change impacts like sea level rise, extreme weather events, and ocean acidification, which is harming Washington state's shellfish industry. It's the latest in a wave of lawsuits modeled after the tobacco industry litigation, alleging that the oil companies knew burning their products caused dangerous global warming, but misled the public and investors about it. These companies are going to pay a price. The question is, well, we pay it before they do. I think we already have. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Whoa, the price you pay.
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. The awful Oval Office. The United States on America. Yeah, the United States on America. That's where we are with the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. (laughs) All right, welcome back to the program tonight, everybody. Again, as promised, uh, not talking about school shootings tonight on the program because you can go to any cable outlet and watch all you'd like about that all the live long day. But we are having a little schadenfreude tonight on the show at Trump's expense considering Mueller is... um, Making his life a living hell? And Michael Avenatti constantly being right about what the the, the, the lies that are going on with the Trump cult? And, uh, you know, I know people are like, hey, well, you know, uh, it's I can't handle news. Uh, it's yes. not funny. Uh, this is funny to me. We've been having yeah. some laughs. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, the converse. And, and, and again, I apologize for Tuesday for yelling and stuff. That doesn't happen often on this show, but when it does happen, it's kind of like, I have to do it. I just have to. So sometimes I, I want to lose my mind, but I'm not doing that tonight. I'm not. You are allowed. So, uh, but welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hello. And uh, from what I heard, uh, Miles Lago. Oh no, no! Oh, you have the bad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, you, yeah, you have a, you- I have a really bad joke just for Moon Mare. All right, excellent. She, they, they may have, they may have heard. People may have heard this before because it's been on the TV. But why did the girl ask the mushroom to dance? Hmm. I give up. Why did the girl ask the mushroom to dance? Because he was a fun guy. See? Oh! There you go. Oh. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Moon Mare. Excellent. And, of course, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, uh, welcome back to the program. Yes, I, I have no jokes because I'm really not that funny a guy. No. Um, uh, well, yeah, you're a fun guy. <laughs> so, I actually have a t-shirt uh, that, that says I'm a fun guy and it has a picture of a mushroom on it. So I knew what I, I I knew what the uh, um, uh, <laughs> I knew what it was. But what did what did the Buddhist uh, say to the hot dog vendor? Oh, I love this one. Make me one with everything. Uh, so <laughs> and of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, the Electric City. Uh, how would you like to do uh, name calling? Rain uh, did name calling for you on on Tuesday. Okay, uh, but- so. Could I tell a, a physics oh, yeah. joke? Yeah, please, please. Oh, please do. Okay. Uh, a cop stops Heisenberg on the highway for speeding. Mm-hmm. And he says to Heisenberg, he says, do you know you were doing 60 miles an hour or in 80 miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour zone? And he goes, oh, shit. Now I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, I love physics. I I, I do have a crude one. All right. Okay. All right. You can do it. Okay. So, 
it, it's it's an old one. I'm it's so old, but I laughed my ass off the first time I heard it. So, all right. What is the last thing to go through a bug's mind when it hits the windshield? <laughs> I give up. What's the last thing to go through a bug's mind before it hits the windshield? His asshole. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, um, oh, 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 wait. Uh, wrong page. Here you go, Rimshot. Sorry. Um, so anyway, why didn't the astronaut come home to his wife? Because he needed it. He needed his space. Yay. Yeah. So we'll be here all week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all freaking week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, uh, here's another one. Um, um, <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to tell that one. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, Joe. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, and get to name calling right now. So uh, uh, okay. here Ready? we go. Yes. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Okay, Here. here's our biscuits. Okay, uh, we have Adam Hebert, uh, Clinster, Francie, Heather, Jake Holly, Cat. Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Lee again. Living in Long Island. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle. We have Miles. We have Moonmare. We have Prez. We have Scooter Cans. We have my favorite guy, Tim Coramal. And Trojan Rabbit. Rabbit. And that rounds out our group. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Mount- yeah, Rocky Mountain Mike was here earlier. Rocky That's Mountain right. Mike was here earlier. And I have to say, I have two birthday boners, three birthday boners. Okay. Uh, Caitlin Chris, Monday. All right. Uh, and my dog, Pal, and his brother, MC Hammer, <laughs> is eight years old today. Wow, what? who? Where's his brother, yes. MC Hammer? His brother, MC Hammer, is is Bob's dog. Oh, my, he named him MC Hammer. My collie Hammer, MC Hammer. That's funny. That's funny. That's yes. cute. So, I like that. All right, so, so MC Hammer and Pal and Caitlin. All right, birthday. All right, there this you go. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. There you go. There you go. Um, and uh, oh, here, here's one for you. Here's here's a joke for you. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Mm, don't know. It got stuck in a crack. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. Francie's on the program with us. Hi, Francie. How are you? Hi. I got a joke. Uh, to ble- to ble- uh, please tell. Please tell. Okay. What runs around the field but doesn't move? Hmm. What runs around the field but doesn't move? I don't know. A fence. Oh, see? There you okay. go. There you go. Excellent. Yeah. That's, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my 
my joke. I get it. I love it. It's good. So, oh. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You're calling me out already for some uh, good little drops there. Yeah, we got the. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there you go. And uh, my goodness! And uh, oh my goodness! Yes. So, yeah, you know. And if I, 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 you know, I can't play another clip for you. Can't do it. So, <laughs> because I have zero, I got zero clips for you right now. Zero. All of them are. In, all of all of my clips have gone to the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. Awful. Yeah. I know the awful, awful yeah. is it, isn't it? Awful. Yes. So. <laughs> awful. Awful of office. Perfect. Yeah. Here you go, Francie. What do you call a pepper that won't leave you alone? Uh, a jalapeno. Jalapeno business. <laughs> <laughs> I got part of it. You did. You did. So. Here's oh my you, goodness, Francie. What do you yes? call a cat that lives in an uh, an igloo? Uh, catsicle? No, an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, Clint got one. Here, Clint got one. A priest, a clown, and a plumber walk into a bar. The bartender says, "Is this some kind of a joke?" <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. How about I this one? A million of them, ladies Here, and germs. How about this okay, one? I got one for you, Francie. Oh, oh, oh okay. no. Hang on, hang on. How did the hipster burn his tongue? Oh, oh my God. He licked his beard. <laughs> he was drinking He was drinking coffee before it was cool. What what what's the one you got, Joe? What do you got? Okay, I got one for you, Francie. Okay. Okay, guy walks into the dentist's office. He says, "I'm a moth." The guy says, "Wow, what are you talking about?" The 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 guy says, "I'm a moth." He says, "I don't think you need a dentist. They think you need a psychiatrist." He says, "Oh, I already go to one of those." He goes, well, why are you here? He says, your light was on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. We need to laugh, kids, because if we don't. Sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's, well, it's grim. It's grim, grim, yeah. grim. Well, you know, hey, it, it's not grim with us, so that's what we need to focus on. No, right no, you guys so. keep, keep the um, here. spirits up. Here, no, Francie, I, I got a joke. I got a joke about all of our situations right now. Okay, you ready? Okay. What yeah. kind of what kind of tea is hard to swallow? Oh. Reality. Oh, he fits me alive. Yeah. Or is oh. it a fantasy? So, <laughs> or is it part of my <laughs> rock and roll <laughs> fantasy? <laughs> Uh, I will, uh, here you go. I got, I got. I'm in a landslide. Is this real life or reality? <laughs> anyway, uh, Francie, I got, I got two, Francie, Francie, I got two other calls, so I'm going to let you go, okay? Oh, okay, guys. Thank you for right. taking my call. And I think I'm on the show, uh, with Tim and Joe Sunday. Oh, very oh, good. you're in for a treat. Very Excellent. Oh, goody. All right, oh, well. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Have a um, peaceful weekend, one and yes. all. Yes, you too, Francie. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. 
Uh, Adam Hebert, uh, second caller. What's up, buddy? Oh, uh, first of all, uh, I, I don't have a joke, but I do have a riddle. Okay. Good. And I want to urge everyone, do not think of the obvious answer, because it's, doesn't ha- it's not the same as the one the Sphinx asked Theseus. Uh, so, what has four legs in the morning, two in the afternoon, and three in the evening? And again, do not, it's not the same riddle. <laughs> what has, say it one more time. What has four legs in the morning? Okay. Two in the afternoon, and three in the evening. Hmm. Hmm. Trump before he's had his uh, uh, egg McMuffin. Uh, no, sir. I'm afraid not. Damn it. Anybody else have I don't a guess? Know, but I've got it trapped in my closet. Please send help. Oh, see, see, it's it's not a riddle. It is a joke. There, that's good. So. There we go. Uh, I just wanted to call and remind you that breathtaking anger management issues, that's my shtick. Thank you very much. And Uh, since you guys brought up Bohemian Rhapsody, I I went to see Deadpool 2 this afternoon. They showed the first trailer for the Freddie Mercury biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, cool. And it kind of irritates me because I've heard they don't intend to cover the AIDS crisis. And how can you do how can you do an honest biopic of Freddie Mercury if you don't touch on the fact that he was probably the highest profile victim of the AIDS crisis? Oh yeah, yeah, him and Arthur. You know, Ash. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, are we so terrified of the radical right that we're not going to tell the truth anymore? I mean. I don't know, man. Um, I, I I haven't seen anything about it, and I haven't read anything about that. So I guess we'll we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, maybe the trailer the- was good, though. I will say this: trailer was good. My understanding is, like I said, they don't intend to discuss the AIDS crisis. Like I said, he was. I don't see how they can not. High profile victim. Yeah, how can they not? I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know. So. I don't know. Uh, I got no answers. I, I haven't seen this stuff yet, so uh, we'll, I guess we'll find out. So uh, anything else, Adam? Uh, no, I'm going to continue plugging away on show prep for tomorrow. And don't forget, we will be doing our Towel Day event next, not next Friday, right? No. Actually, yeah, it is next Yeah, I Friday, think it is. It? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so and, and we're, we're going to talk about that this, this weekend and uh, do a Towel Week uh, lead up to Towel Day. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and in, and in case anyone out there doesn't know, Tal Day is about honoring the memory of the late, great Douglas Adams, who was the genius who, who came up with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And very good. It's called Tal Day because it, that's the most useful thing you can have according to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. So I'll tell you what, it, he was right yesterday after I got done cutting the grass and weed whacking. <laughs> Always so. know where your towel is, Kenny. Yes, Always. exactly. All right, well, uh, we're going to uh, have to let you go, Adam, but because uh, we got uh, one more caller on the program. So, uh, but well, we'll, whoever uh, it is, I hope they have a nice time, and everyone okay. have a great weekend. All right, talk to you tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on yep. Indie Media Weekly. Yep. All right, have a good bye-bye. Everyone. Bye. Bye. See you. So, uh, Caitlin, Chris, long time no here, girlfriend. Hey, Kenny. How's it going? <laughs> Caitlin. No, it's, it's going pretty well. Um, let's see. First of all, my birthday's Monday. 
Happy <laughs> early birthday. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Happy birthday. And thank you. And hap- second of all, bad joke. Uh, how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? How, just how many people, period, does it take to screw in a light bulb? Just, just regular people? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Three very small ones? Hmm. Why would anyone want to do that? It's cramped in there. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Excellent. I like it. I like it. Oh, you know, I, I have a, a little bit of t- I have a, a little bit of trivia for everybody right now since we're moving on. We're moving on from jokes now, but so here you go. Did you know that uh, the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> oh, yes. I guess I should have been a dad, Caitlin, Chris, right? What? I, I should have been a dad because you sent me a tweet about, you know, my I, I was telling yeah, dad yeah, jokes the other day. So. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, they could be their oh, uncle okay. jokes. Uncle jokes. I got lots of nieces and nephews. I can tell them too. So, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm. Lo- I, I still can't stop looking at these different um, uh, websites. There's one joke that I saw the other day that was really actually good, but I can't find it now. So anyway, doesn't matter. Hey, hey what's a cat's favorite cereal? A cat's favorite cereal? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. What is a cat's favorite cereal? Mice Krispies. Oh, see? There you go. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's nice. Um, uh, oh, yeah, did you hear about the guy who invented Lifesavers? No. They say he made a mint. <laughs> oh, ouch. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is actually funny. This is funny. Uh, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's funny. That's good. Um, oh yeah, actually, I like this one. This is this is the one I I, I told the other day. Um, why do chicken coops only have two doors? Hmm. No. Nope. Because Not if they had if they had four, they would be chicken sedans. See? Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, uh, uh. Of course, there's the, there's the other there's the usual um, light bulb joke though about the how many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, I don't know how many. One, but one, but it has to want to change. Oh, see, that's good. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but, so. but, but the one about screwing in a light bulb, I came up with that, I think, when I was in high school. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's very good. Um, <laughs> oh, a termite walks into a bar and asks, is the bartender here? No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, we we, we uh, only got a couple minutes left. But a- anything else you want to talk about, Caitlin, Chris, uh, while you're on the show? Uh, how have things been going on uh, Southern Progressive Revival? Uh, well, not too bad. Um, and I, I was on this past Sunday for like for half the show. I basically did the handoff with um, Jonathan Kendall. Um, and I was talking about um, 
the history of the Chinese Exclusion Act and everything. And as a reminder, um, the American Experience on PBS is going to be showing um, a, 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 an episode on the Chinese Exclusion Act. I believe it's the 28th of this month. 20, either 28th or 29th. I think you check your local listings, but it's sometime um, not next week, but the week after. Okay. So yeah, it, it, in case you want, in case anybody wants um, the history of you know banning either ethnic certain ethnic groups or certain religious groups or whatever, the first group to do the first group to have it done to them was the Chinese. So okay, yeah, uh, I'm sure that'll be yeah, a fascinating and, conversation and enlightening and educational. It was yeah, it, it was ugly because um, yeah, apparently there were also. Um, Chinese people got lynched, and they also basically there were there were riots, and people kept getting mm-hmm. you know white people kept killing Chinese people. So, yeah, yeah. I I mean there there's so much ugly history that that you know doesn't get enough coverage. So you know I'm yeah. glad our you know, and not to say that you know oh it's it's ugly and terrible and we shouldn't hear about it. No, we should. We we should be reminded. Um, you know, it, it, because. Right, because if we ignore it, then it's like you know, it, it's kind of like you know what goes on today. Oh no, it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. No, it's yeah. never too soon to talk about atrocities. It's never too soon to talk Those about who don't, who slaughter don't learn from of innocent people. Are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. Exactly. And you, and, you, and you need to talk about those atrocities while they're still fresh in your mind, so people will remember and continue to, you know, remember about them. Yeah, yeah I, and, and I keep thinking forget. about the fact. Yeah, I keep thinking about the fact that it was about. And it was 1882 or something when the Chinese Exclusion Act was passed. It didn't get repealed until 1943, which means people like Donald Trump and his ilk were kids, were, were either kids or early, you know, or young adults before they before it got repealed. So, yeah, it's not that long ago. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it really isn't. It really isn't. So, you know, again, it's like uh, sometimes our perspective is skewed of, of, you know, what is incredibly recent history, really. So, uh, but yeah, so, all right. Well, Caitlin, Chris, thank you for calling. I missed you. I haven't talked to you in a while. So um, I know John's going to be taking some time off on Mike Check Radio. So if you want to come nerd out with us, you should, uh, we should, we should be in touch and uh, um, oh, see if we can get you on. Be cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. It's a, it's just a matter of with the change of seasons. I don't take summers particularly well, and I get I I run really tired a lot. So sure, sure. Well, hey, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it more and and see how you're feeling, and and we'll go from there. You know, even if you want to do the okay. the the pass off thing, because I come on in the half uh, back end of the program, so um, maybe yeah. that'll work out. So all right, well, happy birthday. Um, I feel like uh, what do you want for your birthday? Well, I know one thing I definitely don't want for my birthday. What's that? Trump's penis. Oh! oh. Well done. And you know what? Even if you wanted it... Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, come on. Stormy Daniels didn't even want it. You could no, tell. No, no. Because remember, in, in the interviews, in her interviews, she's like... Uh, you can sort of tell she really wants to scream, hell no, but mm-hmm. she's more polite than that. And yeah. Remember, oh. You slid that one in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and remember, Caitlin, never trust an atom. They make up everything. 
Oh, see? There we go. Very true. Excellent. I love that one. That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Caitlin, Chris, thanks for calling in. Thanks uh, to Adam and Francie for calling in, too. But we got to let you go, and we're going to uh, hit the break and come back, and everybody's going to want to stick around for Mad Libs, too. So we got some other fun, Woo, fun audio and everything. So. The return of Mad Libs, the all subsiding right. of my rage. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right, Caitlin, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks, Kenny. Night! All right, right bye-bye. So, Bye. all right, she is off. She is off. And um, and I'm, I got one more joke for you before we uh, go to the break. Why didn't the invisible, or, or I'm sorry, why did the invisible man turn down uh, a job offer? He just couldn't see himself doing it. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, I might throw a few of the, a few more of those in out there, everybody. But uh, in the interim, it is time to hit the break. And uh, when we come back, um, yeah, we're gonna prime ourselves for some Mad Libs and get through some more cool audio. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> listen to Giuliani just have a fucking splatter fest <laughs> on Cuomo's <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, it's oh. terrible. So, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, he just, he can't, he can't control his saliva. Can't do it. Yeah. So nope. <laughs> brought to you by Polydent <laughs> and Splatter Shield. <laughs> <laughs> the Splatter so. Shield used by, uh, by Gallagher. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, we're going to have, uh, you know, again, the return of Mad Libs, everyone. So don't go anywhere. Get your ad, brush up on your adjective and noun skills. I want unique, unique, fun, creative stuff. And don't be afraid to get dirty in blue. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Can't do it. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, welcome back to the show. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hello. It is the weekend. 
Excellent. And uh, Miles Legon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. In the house. Excellent. In the heasy. Up in here. And, of course, uh, <laughs> Miles, uh, Michelle Legon, uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, as well. Welcome back. I am present in the grounds of the estate. Excellent. I appreciate that. <laughs> so... Um, that's good. Hey, that joke so. segment went well. That was fun. Sure, yeah, we're we're having fun. We're having fun, yeah. and uh, as promised, more fun uh, at the expense of the Trump cult. What we like to lovingly refer that's to as. Florida, people taking pleasure in your pain. All right, so this is that last clip uh, from Nicole Wallace and her panel um, uh, explaining exactly what that whole New York Times article was about regarding a spy in the Trump campaign. Let me just ask you to explain to our viewers where the spy thing comes from. It comes from a story that you and your colleagues had out yesterday about um, essentially debunking the, the entire political defense to the Mueller probe, that it was some deep state conspiracy. If there was a deep state conspiracy, it was to keep a counterintelligence investigation into the Trump campaign secret from the American public, not the opposite. But can you just flesh out this, this spy charge? So they went, the FBI went to great lengths to not even inform certain people that usually be told at the Justice Department about the investigation. They knew how sensitive it was. And it was also very early. There was a lot that they didn't know. And as these counterintelligence investigations can take years to figure out, they realized very quickly, we're not going to solve this by election day. There has been this notion out there that there was this person within the campaign that was cooperating. That's not something that we, we can inform it. Glenn Simpson inform it. testified to that, right? The former Fusion GPS guy. The, the, the part of the dossier that pr helped produce the dossier. It's not something that we've been able to, f to flesh out on our own, but it's part of what seems to be this larger effort by Rudy to throw everything at the wall. I try and make sense often of what he does. I essentially get paid for a living you know, to <laughs> do that. And I, I think it's just to just create a lot of confusion and say, oh, there was an informant. This is part of a larger FBI conspiracy. It plays into the Devin Nunes notions that have been pushed. And while some of the stuff that Nunes has pushed has obviously not turned out to be true, it has created stuff in that conservative, you know, talk radio echo chamber, a lot of negative things about the FBI. And it's helped buffer the president real quick. <clears throat> yeah. So and words matter, right? Michael Cohn's office wasn't raided. It was searched pursuant to a search warrant signed by a federal judge. There's not a spy in the Trump camp. There's somebody, to Matt Miller's point, that saw something that bothered them and reported it to law enforcement. Then these are not spies and raids, okay? Words matter. Words do matter. They're not spies. They're not raids. This is just a legal proceedings, Joe. Well, there were spies. Their names were Carter Page, this is George true. Papadopoulos, and Michael Flynn. Mm-hmm. The thing was, they were Russian spies. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Miles, go ahead. I, was, I, I know that what happened to Cohen was not a raid, but it really feels good to say it. <laughs> it kind of so does. Good to go, yeah. You know what was a raid? Yeah, you know what was this a raid? A, yeah, this it wasn't a knock knock. Hi, we're just here to pick up some things. No, I I like to visualize, you know, him getting just. <laughs> oh, 
Well, you know what was a raid yeah. was was definitely a raid was what uh, Trump did to his old crazy doctor. Yep, remember that? No doubt. Yes. So oh, yeah, that oh, no. was a raid. Yeah. Poor crazy batshit crazy guy. <laughs> um, and uh, but anyway, uh, a- a- any thoughts on this? Uh, uh, you know, again, words matter a- about what's going on here, Michelle. Any thoughts? Um, I really can't say much more than you all have. It's yeah, words do matter, and all I'm right. paying very close attention to those words. <laughs> Well, I, I got a, 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 a fun little clip here, too, because, you know, uh, Giuliani was out making his rounds <laughs> um, on uh, the TV saying, oh, you can't, you know, you know, you can't do it. You can't. Can't do it. You can't indict a president. You can't do it. Actually, no, actually, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, we'll, we'll go with the, um, the Cuomo clip first, and then I'll play the, the other one I was going to do. But yeah, so this is from today. Uh, Giuliani just, I mean, did what he does and just went and did his, you know, best crazy old man on a, on a TV show and just made all these wild claims and freaked out about everything. But, but Joe, this was the one that we saw this morning and it was like Cuomo just wanted to play part of an interview he did with Charlie Rose back 20 years ago in 1998 Mm -hmm. about Bill Clinton. Right. And how, yeah, you can subpoena, you can subpoena a president, you can totally do that. But oh, yeah. Giuliani wasn't having it. <laughs> Chris, let's distinguish no. between a subpoena for documents and a subpoena that takes the president out of the awful Oval Office and puts him in front of a grand jury or hearing. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Second, you can do the first. Well, you never made that distinction before. Well, I never, I never, never, never occurred to me they would try to subpoena the president. He, that's exactly what was going on in 1998. But and people are going to say I'm making this and up. They here's, here's Charlie Rose with you in the interview, and, and you li- tell me what oh, you meant. Oh, come on. What, you <laughs> not, not even relevant. If no. the president is asked to testify, subpoenaed. That's to really unfair. What you're doing right now is extremely no, unfair. I'm giving the you a chance to don't come on the show. Oh, not going to do with, it. With all that, uh, that promoting of Avenatti, the ambulance. What happens if Robert Mueller does that have to do with this? President? Because they're all trying to bring Trump into that, and he's not involved in it, Chris. Look. Avenatti has been getting fed information that has wound up being more true than not, mostly about Michael Cohen, okay? Uh, what he's doing on TV, that's his business and the people who put him on. I'm talking to you about this, and it matters. And I played that, people, that piece of sound. It's not my decision who comes on uh, and not on all the time. With people like you, where I chase you around, and I ask you very much to come on because I think it matters. That's my call. But he's not my concern, and you know that. What is my concern is, I played that piece of sound because I want to give you the benefit to give answers well, I just in context. It. I just, because otherwise, people just beat you over Chris, the head with it. Well, play it, and I, I, it's very explainable. Well, I, I did play I'm it. Talk, they heard it. I am talking about I didn't hear a subpoena it. <laughs> for documents, which doesn't take you out of your office, rather than a subpoena for your person, which I never contemplated anyone would suggest. But that's exactly what they were asking Clinton to do. Yes, but Clinton Sit was, down and answer Clinton questions about this. Clinton was opposing it. Right, but he eventually Clinton. wound up sitting, and you say that legally that's because he had to. Yeah, so uh, the ghoul didn't want his audio to be played. He's like, that's not fair. That's not fair. You, totally, you know, you can't do that. That's why people don't come on your show. Yeah. And, and then using my words against me. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, how dare you play literal audio of him saying the exact opposite the exact- of what, is say- what he's saying now? <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't do it. Can't I mean, do it. Re- 
<laughs> really, as far as the defense for Giuliani, he would have been better off just saying, what are you, blind? Haven't, can't you see that Trump has an R after his name? The rules are different. Yeah. It's okay if you're a Republican. So, well, uh, but yeah, so Michelle, uh, I think, you know, again, um, spit guards would be good, like at a salad bar. CNN should invest in those on New Day, maybe. Um, <laughs> yes, definitely. Know. You know, it, it, it's funny. You know, he's happy to be on the shows as long as he can spew his his idiocy and his non non uh, nonsense. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they start presenting him with facts or his words back at him, he always he all of a sudden takes exception. Yeah, jeez, you know that, that's a very thin skin for a lawyer. Can't do it. Hmm. <laughs> nope. Uh, you can't play how, how many audio clips of yours can we play back for you Rudy zero yeah just can't do it <laughs> <laughs> oh poor little Why snowflake little baby yep. yeah uh, let me just tell you it's good this this summer is going to be real hot for snowflakes <laughs> oh. I, I, just, I, I mean when we when we consider where we were a month ago you know yeah. the, the information was it was coming out it was it was you know pretty steady but yeah. now oh my god it's just a non it's like a fire hose every yeah. day it's something cool it's like oh yeah it, I, I, it, it, yeah the little it was it was little dutch boy territory before now it's fire hose <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? it, so it, it's just oh yeah, and, and again, I'm you know, giddy. I know, I know. In in in, you want I, I, this clip? I think is really going to make you feel real good here, Miles. This one's for you because it, you know how um, uh, Rudy. One of his big hits out there right now is you can't indict a sitting president, right? Right. Well. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to play the jingle because we haven't we haven't played this in a while. So, because there was something that happened on one of our favorite uh, programs. Uh, of course, we it, I, I I I I'm being very sarcastic about saying it's a, a one of our favorite shows. Uh, the problem with this program is it would be really easy to fake. All you got to do is put somebody else's DNA in your mouth. It was a really big gavel. For a moment, she sounded like she had gavel envy. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to touch that, Steve, if you don't mind. I just don't feel comfortable. The mainstream media known to make up stories about... about the Department of Homeland Security, how they were doing preliminary testing on a DNA device. However, the TSA says it will not be testing this technology. We apologize for it. Chris, can you hear us? I I can hear you. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking... of your viewers are thinking mm-hmm. which is what a bunch of dopes <laughs> yes what a bunch of dopes indeed but this was kind of great because uh, uh he of the advancing hairline judge andrew napolitano <laughs> um seriously that guy i mean he there's about there's about a half an inch between his hairline and his eyebrows at this point what's going on there so he's a wolf man he is a oh, he's a wo- varvil, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So Napolitano uh, goes on to Fox and Friends, and, and I'm sorry, Judge, I'm making fun of your looks because you really kind of made my my day. You made my week with this audio because he went on to Fox and Friends and totally burst the Trump cult bubble 
the no indictment bubble. And it was magical. Listen to this. So what do you make of the probably the, the biggest news from yesterday coming from Giuliani and, and Trump's legal team that he will not be indicted? I don't I don't know what Bob Mueller uh, told Rudy Giuliani, but there are actually two memos in the DOJ. One says the president can be indicted. The other says the president cannot be indicted. And when Bill Clinton pleaded guilty to lying under oath, they waved in front of him an indictment saying, do you want us to bring this to a grand jury? He said, no, I'll plead to an information. An information looks like an indictment, but it doesn't involve the grand jury. And it means the defendant agreed to it. So when General Flynn and George Papadopoulos and Alex Vandersveer pleaded guilty to their crimes, it was through an information. It didn't involve a grand jury. I'm going to pause it right there because at that point when he talks about all those those dirty actors in the Trump cult, the Fox and Friends uh, hosts are getting real uncomfortable. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is we have Giuliani next. Why is he saying this stuff? Because <laughs> Giuliani was re- literally the next guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was it was rich and and so you know but and there's still a minute and a half of this stuff of of napolitano and you know he interjects and he's like oh you know what i know these guys i love these guys and everything but they're fucked <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's it's it, 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 in a nutshell i should say that's not fox and friends friendly um, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how the rest of this goes. Can they do that with a president? They did it with uh, Bill Clinton. Well, and uh, Giuliani says, the Mueller team said, we, you know, longstanding uh, Department of Justice uh, guidelines say you cannot indict a sitting president. He has to be impeached first, and that's a political okay, statement that is by the House of Representatives. Correct. Correct that that is a political decision by the House. Right now, the House is controlled by Republicans. That may stay the same after November, or it may change. Uh-huh. There was another <laughs> DOJ memo, as I mentioned to you. They're both circa uh, Clinton. They're both late 90s, which says the president can be indicted, but not prosecuted until after he leaves office. You might have to indict him to stop the running of a statute of limitations. Okay. what I was yeah. sad about that at first, but when he said, oh, you can indict him, but you can't prosecute him, because the indictment has to be in place to make sure the statute of limitations doesn't run out. Oh, shit, man. That's awesome. <laughs> that is nice. I that's... would love for that Damocles sword to be hanging right over Trump oh, for the that... rest of however long he's in there. Yeah, uh-huh. in, the, in the awful Oval Office. In the awful Oval Office. Yeah. So, <laughs> But, Joe, that, that kind of language, I mean, it, 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 Napolitano, he's a crud. But when he breaks things down on Fox and Friends like that, kind of gives you a warm fuzzy, doesn't it? Well, yeah, he, he has been um, inconsistent when it comes to the Fox and Friends talking points. <laughs> he sometimes uh, uh, mistakenly begins becomes a, a real judge <laughs> yeah <laughs> like real laws yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> like it's not it, i someone also pointed out i don't know who on one of the cable networks that another way around that memo is that he could indict the president and seal it mm. Yeah, yeah. I think he actually might might say that in the next uh, next portion. And that here. would 
yeah, that would that would um, that that would take care of the statute of limitations. Yeah. So that no one would know about it, he could write his report. The indictment would go unknown until he leaves office. And when he walks out, bear trap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, but you Michelle, have the right to remain silent. Yeah, <laughs> and you have the r- r- right to silence your shards. Uh, but we know that's uncontrollable. But Michelle, isn't this is some pretty quality stuff here, right? On Fox and Friends. Oh, yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, but to to clarify, uh, your question, you, I mean, when you when you originally stated that Politano's hair is, like, approaching his eyebrows, is he back to dyeing it again? or Yes. Or is he still keeping it gray? He's oh, he's been, back to dyeing it, it again. Yeah, he's, so, it w- seems to be kind of in the middle. Looks like he probably needs to reapply soon. Yeah, so somebody doesn't know how to do the proper demarcation of the hairline no. <laughs> with the dye. So he's probably got little dye stains there as well. So That could yeah. be. That could oh. be. So um, I think he's spackling yeah. it. He should go back with gray. <laughs> he looked great with his gray hair. Yeah. So, well, no, yeah. It, spackle. You have to spackle. <laughs> yeah. You have to know when to stop. I can sand see that. You got to, yeah. It, 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 and then there's the wet sand and the dry sand, and, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah. Um, well, so you anyway, have, you have these brushes, and you can treat your skin mm-hmm. so your skin doesn't take the dye sure. in as easily. You know, it, 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 it. He just has to get a skilled cosmet. You know, yeah. a, a skilled hairdresser. That's all. Understood. All right. So last part yeah. of this uh, Napolitano on Fox and Friends. The time period during which mm-hmm. the prosecution must commence or be waived. So. Do you think that this offense will be effective where Corey Lewandowski, Rudy Giuliani, everybody, uh, I'm sure Jay Sekulow, if he does interviews, will be pushing the same thing. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, and get the public pressure to put scrutiny on this endless uh, investigation. They are all friends of mine, and I have known them for years. Corey, Jay, uh, and the mayor. I pro- uh, you know, and, and when I heard this part, I was like, God damn it. Oh, seriously, we're going into friendly territory here. But, oh, no, it snapped out of it real quick. It's great. Profoundly disagree. <laughs> if Dagan and McDowell were here, she would say, you don't taunt an alligator until after you cross the stream. <laughs> Prosecutors can really make your life miserable. Mm. I would. I would argue with them in private. I would show them what evidence we had in private. I would challenge their evidence in private. But I wouldn't challenge them in public because you got to be careful what you but ask. The public mm. could put the pressure to stop this thing well, and, th- these guys don't care and their you, job is to is to do the right thing no matter what the public thinks <laughs> yes i love that kill me kill me really thought he had a great point there kill me was like oh yeah but you know it's out in the public and the pressure the pressure's on from the public to stop this and he's like they, they don't care they don't care kid yep <laughs> hey kid they don't care. you need Speaking of eyebrows, Killmead has none. Um, so, <laughs> he's like the Mona Lisa of, of the big curvy couch. Uh, but no, I, I just love that. Like so many things in there were, you know, uh, you know, he's like, you know, hey, I, I know Corey Lewandowski. I know Rudy Giuliani. I love those guys, but they're fucking idiots. <laughs> so, <you know? laughs> Morris, as the opening said. You're a bunch of dopes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Kilmeade really, really thought he got in there. Oh yeah, because public pressure will silence this. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. I mean, first of all, Mueller 
won a bronze star for walking into a sniper fire. Yeah, get a wounded comrade off the battlefield. Yeah. And he got shot. Didn't he also have a knee operation without any anesthetic? I don't know. I know he got shot in the leg. Yeah, I heard yeah. I heard that he was like during an investigation or something like that he had a knee operation because he knew he was going to have to, you know, do some paperwork or something later on that day and they he just told him no, I'll just I'll bite down on it and go ahead and do it. So I have a feeling, what? I have a feeling I now have a good understanding of how many fucks he has left to give about public opinion of what he's doing. Zero. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> Uh wow wow so this is good. You think you uh, could intimidate this guy? You can't yeah, do it. Yeah, get, get, try again, Sparky. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is good. Um, yeah, according to Comey, Mueller supposedly once chose a leather belt over anesthesia during surgery. Oh my God, yep. that is bonkers. Yep. So, uh, but all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, this this uh, I might have one other fun little clip to play, but we do need to get going to the break. Um, we're gonna listen to. Uh, I'm feeling it, this uh, live performance from uh, WRUW from I believe 2006 or 2007 with Hairwolf. I'm gonna go ahead and play local evening news. Dedicate that to Fox and Friends. Oh no, no. You know what? I'm gonna play Evil Eyes of the Eagle because actually this this will this is a testament. To uh, how long I've been um, a uh, uh, a fox hater <laughs> because uh, th- this song was dedicated to Ann Coulter and uh, Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> you know, well before Turn Up the Night even existed, um, you know, and, and I said something mean, I don't know, uh, but yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and listen to Evil Eyes of the Eagle. Kind of sounds like Magnum PI a little bit too, which is kind of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and hit the break when we come back. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because we got to hear about Manafort's son-in-law. Holy shit. I forgot about that. So <laughs> Mueller has a new tool in his arsenal folks. Um, but yeah, so we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back. Evil, uh, evil eyes of the Eagle coming up. And of course, uh, uh the final segment with Mad Libs. And uh, some bad news for uh, poor Paul Manafort. We'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com This song is dedicated to Rush Limbaugh, Ann Coulter, Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and all my other heroes that fly on the right wing. It's called Evil Eyes of the Eagle.
Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie twice. And thank you... United States on America. The United States on America. (laughs) Oh, and also thank you... The awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. (laughs) Oh, my God. Too much fun. Uh, But anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Miles and Michelle, Port St. Lucie, welcome back. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Yes. They, Excellent. They they love they love the laser swords comment. Oh yes, I, yes. I, I, I do like the fact that Mark Hamill actually called them laser swords. The I know, I know. Spoiler yes. alert, but yeah, it, you know, it's it's been long enough. Yep. But um, it, yeah, and actually, laser swords is in one of the Mad Libs tonight. Somebody put that in the in the chat, and it's in there. I I think so. I think somebody put oh, laser cool. swords. In. And, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City, the Tim Cormel Show coming up this Sunday. Uh, you want to tease the clown car real quick before we uh, get back into things here? Well, the clown car will deal with a uh, a new self-help book for for uh, for Donnie. Oh, good. Yes, it's... Uh, he needs the, all the help he can get right now. Yeah, it's the the Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize for dummies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we'll go through that chapter by chapter and tell you what kind of help he's going to get. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, now I do hear that the uh, the Trump cult is pulling for a participation ribbon uh, since uh, the uh, Kim Jong Kim Jong Un. Uh, decided that he didn't want, he, he's like, he said the, you know, that whole meeting we were going to do. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, well, 
Yeah, you get an an A, a for effort. Yeah, chances of uh, well, well, Trump. I don't know. I think his his grade on this for the uh, Nobel um, zero. Yeah. So, <laughs> what well, the grade amount on a curve? No, on a curve. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like his penis. Oh, uh, well, see, God damn it! Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. So. There has to be one hell of a bell curve. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like an Arabaros. More like. More like an ellipse. <laughs> <laughs> Button on a fur coat. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got a little bit of audio uh, left I want to get to. And uh, again, this is, uh, I think this might be the last clip. Let me just take a quick look. Scanning. Yes, I think this is the last one. Uh, this is um, a story from CNN. Their legal analyst, Laura Coates, uh, describes the uh, one of their legal analysts. I'm sure they have plenty. Um, Laura Coates uh, explains uh, Jeffrey Yohai. Yo, hi. Yo, hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, hi, Jeffrey. Uh, or is it, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I don't know if anybody gets that joke from that uh, terrible movie, uh, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, the room uh oh yo hi mark uh but yeah jeffrey yo hi uh is uh, the the latest employee <laughs> of robert Mueller, and he happens to be the ex son-in-law of paul manafort <laughs> as so, in the former yeah 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 the the, the you know, as in a strange used to be now <laughs> Now and could have some resentment. Uh, <laughs> so let's listen to this. This is only a minute long, but this is this is uh, an important uh, twist in the tale of the Mueller investigation. From coast to coast, Mueller has a very wide net that he can cast and he can use to manipulate situations in a way that's lawful. He can have people try to cooperate in his endeavors and try to apply pressure to people like Paul Manafort. Yohai is the former son-in-law, divorced just in August. But as of last June, Man Mueller was sending people out to investigate and interview Yohai about his very close business ties to Paul Manafort. That's very important to consider because he is somebody who'd have information on different loan operations, loans oh. for properties in New York and other oh places. He even lived in one of the places that allegedly may be oh a source no. of, the invest or, uh, of the investigation for <laughs> Mueller. So he has a lot of information. And also, for one of the first times, we knew that Rick Gates was cooperating, presumably against Paul Manafort. As his right-hand man, you'd have a lot of information. Now you have somebody who we don't know what the relationship was like between Yohai and his former now father-in-law. Perhaps there's a vendetta or an axe to grind, perhaps something more they can use but remember the actual plea agreement we're not quite sure whether he is specifically bound to cooperate in the Mueller probe against manafort he just must cooperate with other investigations likely this one that hurts so much <laughs> you got to think paul manafort is uh you know um Probably feeling a little pain over this, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> freshly, freshly ex-son-in-law from last August, yes. apparently. 
That's turning the screws, I'll say. Oh, yeah, yeah. That oh. really is turning the screws. <laughs> screws. Uh, wow. So now, Miles, had you heard this story? Um, no, but um, are you talking the son-in-law being? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Flipping. Mm-hmm. Yo, it hi. Is it is a nice, nice thing. You can tell that the pressure is going to start ramping up. I. Don't know if he'll crack. I don't know. Manafort just may go down with a ship. You know, he just might just do it. But uh, if Manafort goes down, that's going to be a real just. That's a scary. That's a, mm-hmm. that'll be a scary wake up call. I mean, because when Flynn went, oh yeah, man. I mean, that was huge. Those fireworks. Like, oh, just a coffee boy. Oh, yeah, a Kofefe voice. <laughs> but, uh, and Michelle, didn't you love the first part of that clip? You know, this just shows what kind of wide net Mueller has to cast. <laughs> yes, I really do like it. And I also oh. think that Manafort is trying to figure out a way now to get those ankle bracelets off and put onto, like, a housemate or something so he can flee the country sure. with one of his other hidden yeah. passports. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, in, all, in all honesty, though, you're probably right. So, <laughs> oh, and meow, goodness, uh, he gave me the, he fed me the full line from uh, the the room with Tommy was so. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Or yo, hi, Mark. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need to get that audio clip now that yo is in the equivalent <laughs> or in the uh, not equivalent, but in in the picture. So, um, yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Joe, this is, uh, you know, Muller's wide net, you know, it, it's better than Larry, Larry Craig's wide stance, I would say. Well, yeah. And, um, and legal. And, and I understand my understanding is that he's, a he's a, uh, actively cooperating witness, which carries mm. other connotations. Oh yeah. Meaning he may be wired oh and oh and if that was the case you know what i'd be saying man that was pretty i like that yeah so. yeah <laughs> yeah in other words uh yeah when they have an active cooperating witness that means that uh he continues to gather information as well as give it mm-hmm. so um he may be talking to a dad-in-law about uh you know loose threads you know what I mean? Might just be doing that. Might yeah. be. Might be. So I and we haven't even hit all of the good news stories uh, tonight. I think we did we did a, a, a fair a, a fair job tonight, Joe. But there's so much more. All the documents that are you know the the Cohen documents and everything. It's yeah, bonkers. you can't keep yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, we, and 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 uh, in, in fact, as we're speaking. A the post in the uh, New York Times just broke another story about uh, <laughs> the FBI source um, knocking down the spy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I, I posted the links to both the Times and the uh, Washington Post breaking news in the chat. But basically, nice. they're saying, unlike what the Trump cult is saying, they weren't spies at all. They were actually it was a professor. An academic, yeah, who was an informant for the FBI that met with 
Uh, oh, Carter Page. Yeah, <laughs> that's George that's. Yeah, so so the the Trump cult is saying that oh the FBI planted spies in the campaign. No, somebody affiliated with the campaign felt concerned enough about what was going on that they reached out to the FBI. So well, actually, I think yeah. what they're saying what they're saying now is is that he was a longtime U.S. intelligence source mm-hmm. who got information on the wire about what was going on in the campaign ah. and reported it as he always did to his employer there you go so uh, trump cult if you're sad about this blame yourself you blame yourself that's right so. that's right blame yourself oh now that you're, you know, they, the, don't, they don't have facts to back that up. They don't have facts I at all. Don't have facts to back this up. Is this true? Stupid people are running oh, wait. America. I'm sorry. I'm. Is this true? Yes, Blitz. Yes, Blitz. So, uh, can you provide facts? Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, on that note, uh, we've got about 15 minutes left in the program. So, I think we should probably get to. Mad Libs, because uh, this is the triumphant return of Mad Libs, everybody. And uh, let's go ahead and do it. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, we'll go with alphabetical tonight. Joe, a verb ending in I-N-G. Uh, indicting. Oh, that's nice. Uh, okay. Um, Michelle, another verb ending in ing. Licking. All right, and Miles. Um, I need uh an adverb. Anally. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Joe, another adverb. Flaccidly. Okay. Flaccidly. <laughs> and uh, Michelle, part of the body. Penis has, already, um, penis has already been used, so. Don't say penis right. in this house. Clitoris. The old clitoris. Um, Miles, an animal. Uh, Let's go with the uh, meerkat. Okay, meerkat it is. And Joe, um, a number. Mm, 69. Okay, Michelle, a verb. Oh, um, felch. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you said go dirty. So. Yeah, I know. No, I I read it in context as I was writing it, so uh, that's what. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, Miles, a part of the body. Fist. All right. And uh, Joe, a part of the body. Vulva. Uh, vulva. Volvo. Um, vulva. 
Okay, and uh, let me see. We only got a few more left to go here because uh, we're doing three Mad Libs tonight. Um, uh, Michelle, I need the name of a female conservative. Female conservative. Yeah. Dana Lash. All right. Good as any. Uh, bad as any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Miles, a uh, verb ending in ing. Impaling. Okay. And Joe, an occupation. Uh, a moyle. <laughs> a, a, a moyle? Yes. <laughs> yes. M O I L? Uh, M O I L? Uh, no. I think it's M O Y L. M O Y L. Moyle. What is that? Y A L. Y A L. Y A L. Okay, a moyle. What's that? A moyle is somebody who does circumcisions. Oh, okay. All right. Oi. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, another uh, female uh, conservative. I'm going to take Adam's suggestion, Tommy Laren. Uh, okay, or should we, we call her Tammy <laughs> or Nazi Barbie? <laughs> Sorry, I, I say I've seen a lot of people refer to as Nazi Barbie. Um, uh, Miles, a, a male conservative. Uh, let's go with Hannity. Uh, Mr. Scene Hannity. Slant Uh All right. Uh, Joe, another male conservative celebrity or male conservative. Joe Piscopal. Oh, God. He's a piece of shit. Isn't uh, he? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Stone is a regular guest. Um, Michelle, any conservative. Any conservative? Oh, yeah. um, there are just so many. How, how about uh, Bill O'Reilly? Okay, uh, blue. And um, Miles, a verb ending in ing. Um, playing. Playing. All right, and last word, Joe. Any conservative. Um, Roger Stone. Oh, excellent. Oh, Cat was right. It's M O H E L. Sorry. M O H A L? E L. E L. Okay. Well, you know what I say. Thanks for the tip. Yes. All right. Just (laughs) the tip. Moil, you know. It's not Uh, good enough. Uh, (laughs) Defacing. What are you going to do with that knife? (laughs) <laughs> you remember, it's all chutzpah. 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 It's just Man, skin. do I have that? <laughs> I, I gotta see. If, oh, yes, I do have Michelle Bachman uh, saying, uh, here you go. Chutzpah. Yeah. Chutzpah. So, yep. All right, so here we go, everybody. Uh, this is our first one. We're going to start backwards on how I completed them. So this one is Future Professions. Uh-oh. We have all taken an aptitude test and put the result in a hairy computer. It predi- it predicts that Dana Lash has a lot of talent for impaling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's accurate. 
she will probably become a famous moil. <laughs> like Tommy Lahren. Sean Hannity will become a second Joe Piscopo. <laughs> On the other hand, Bill O'Reilly should take up playing and get a job and get a job handling penises. Oh, there you go. So. Don't save penis in this house. Uh, Probably had that job already. <laughs> hey, say, baby, put down that pipe and get my pipe up. <laughs> Uh oh wait 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 where is it? Hey, they, oh, there it is. Say say baby pipe. Here you go. Say baby, put down that pipe and get my pipe up. Well, maybe you should get some other people's pipes up. There, billow. Uh, when <laughs> okay, so when I grow up, I want to be either a fireman, a doctor, or a pepperoni. In the meantime, I am modeling myself after my hero, Roger Stone. All right, there you go. That was gross. Um, so here we go. We got two more, two more to read. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna save that one. Oh, let me let me take a peek because uh, that one that one's good. Um, yeah, let's go with this one. Um, a speeding ticket. A speeding ticket, everybody. How do you think this is gonna play out? Uh-oh. All right. So the instructions are. To be performed by two hilarious people in the room. Officer, sir, do you realize how fast you were indicting? <laughs> Driver, no. How fast was I licking? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, you are going 50 vestibules per hour in a 25 laser sword zone. <laughs> hmm. Driver, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I'm taking my yoga to the hospital. She's about to have a planet. (laughs) Ouch. Officer, you went through a red R2-D2 and failed to stop. I think that'd be an R5-D4 if it was a red R2-D2. But anyway, you went through a red R2-D2 and failed to stop at a rickety sign. May I see your driver's pumice? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Driver, oh, yes, oh my. I left it in my other pair of snowflakes. You see, my wife started to have labor cookies, and I wanted to get her to the uh, <laughs> labor cookies. <laughs> and I wanted to get her to the snow uh, the, uh, to the excuse as anally as possible. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> That's what she wow. Said. Officer, your wife? Driver, she's right there. (laughs) Driver, she's right there in the back tail. Turns, oh my, would you believe I forgot my fissure or two? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. That might have been in Hawaii. Might have been, yeah. So, all right, so this this is, uh, I was excited about this one. This one's called Superstitions, everybody. This goes back to Tuesday show about who has the strongest ghosts. Um, but <laughs> although we believe ourselves to be flaccidly civilized, most of us are really jokes at heart because we still believe in brilliant superstitions that began while humans still lived in crown moldings. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some of the superstitions are, if you spill salt, throw some... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If you spill salt, throw some over your left clitoris for tasty luck. (laughs) That might hurt. (laughs) I advise throwing it over your right clitoris myself. Um, That might burn a bit. No, it, here you go. It, this one makes sense. If a black meerkat runs in front of you, uh, you are in moist trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It sprays. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lift that um, leg. If you break a gruel, you will have 69 years of stormy luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Um this is the one. This is the one where Michelle gave me this one, and I was like, I was taken aback. Never felch under a ladder. <laughs> Anywhere else is fine. Just not under a ladder. Um, uh, <laughs> if your fist itches, it will mean you will have a pissy visitor. So it sounds like maybe Trump's fist was itching over in Russia. Right? Pissy visitors. Good. So, anyway. Uh, here we go. And the last one for superstitions. If you want to keep vampires away from you, always wear cheese on a string around your vulva. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. No, that's what is gotta this hurt. show? Oh. <laughs> that's oh. gotta hurt. Holy! Nobody wants cheese near their vulva. Well, I guess if it'll if it'll save you from vampires, you know. Not on a string. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! This sounds like everything that, that we haven't heard about the Stormy Daniels Trump affair. Stormy Daniels, let's do it on Melania's birthday. So happy birthday to Melania! Yep. That's stormy. <laughs> oh. So uh, oh. there you go, everybody. Tim Cormall says he's laughing his ass off there, and we know what that sounds like when he laughs his ass off. Uh, <laughs> and I have to cue it up here. I can do a pretty good impression of it, but not as good as Tim. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, that was so. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good. Miles, you better give uh, give Michelle there some oxygen. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. These Mad Libs hit the spot tonight, and I think Tim will appreciate this, yeah. too. They hit this spot right, right, right there. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. And boom, boom shakalaka goes right there. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay all right that was fun that was fun we did good we done good tonight everybody um that 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 latter bit was wrong (laughs) sure you know tie cheese on a string around your vulva to keep the vampires away oh that was horrible so uh wait wait susan chimed in on that what was that Keep the vampires away and everything else, she said. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, there you go. Susan, evolved, she, that yeah. would do it. <laughs> thank you for that one, Susan. Yeah. No, it's too much. It's too much. 
Yeah, can't Your do it. Vulva can't do smells it. Smells like privalone. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, well, I'm sure that's a better sm- smell than anything that uh, emanates off of Trump's body, though. So, oh, um, oh. yeah, you know, you don't want that. After you know his his steady diet of fast food. Let's have a shot. Uh, well, I'm not sorry. Healthy grease. It's like really overly used fast food grease. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. comes out of his pores. Oh, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's while he pathetic. talks to Sean Hannity, uh, Shart Hannity, Shart. Yeah. Yeah. They probably shart over the phone to each other. Hey, at least he has plenty of lubrication. You know what? You can't spell Sean Hannity without shart. <laughs> no, you can't. All the words for shart are in Sean Hannity. What? No, no, I'm sorry. There's, there's no R. There's no R. Damn it. I was on to something. No blitz. No blitz. I was wrong. No. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Uh, so we got to find out his middle name. Uh, please let it be Richard. Uh, anyway, we got to wrap things up right now. Um, a uh, quick note uh, tonight: um, Susan and I had a little bit of a, a scare the other day with our cat Tim. We thought he might have been sick, and it was good that we took him. To the, we took him to the emergency room on Wednesday, and basically we were there while Resistor Sisters should have been recording. Um, okay. and, but Tim's okay. That's the good news is that we had a bit of a false alarm. Um, and he's doing great. He's doing awesome. Uh, but so we don't have a new episode of resistor sisters for tonight. So we're going to, we're not going to replay it, but at 11 o'clock, um, I am going to do the night show. So, and, Sean's uh, middle name is Patrick. So you have, are you are yes! luck? Yes! Yes! Excellent! You can't spell Sean Patrick Hannity without Shart. So <laughs> there we go. And uh, but yeah, so but yeah, so tonight uh, I'm you know maybe a little sooner than eleven. I'm gonna start DJing music as soon as I possibly can uh, on the network. I'll queue up some stuff, um, you know, and then I guess the night show will officially. I'm sorry, the night show will officially start at eleven ish. Um, but yeah, so parting shots right now. Um, uh, Miles, what do you got? Uh, well, uh, just uh, be sure to check us out tomorrow on uh, My Trick Radio with Adam Hebert. Uh, we'll be talking stuff, I'm sure. I wish I was more focused right now, but I've, ha- I've been on standby this week, and I am running on vapors. You're whooped. I get it. No worries. So, uh, you have uh, um, zero uh, fumes left. Mm-hmm. So, I am there. Something like that. Uh, all right, Michelle, what do you got on the way out of the program? Um, not too much. Uh, my check radio this Saturday, uh, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Looking forward to seeing everybody there. Also, um, I actually heard them mention the Sarah Huckabee Sanders hamburger Photoshop <laughs> picture on Stephanie Miller this week. So uh, that made me giggle. So. Kudos to you, Joe. <laughs> oh. Nice. Did you know this, nice. Joe? Did you know that it made the rounds? Um, 
I I know that um, I got a lot of hits on it on Facebook. Yeah, well, maybe somebody. But, uh, I know there was a GIF out there, or, or like a, a short video. Yeah, I saw that after you did it. Bob Seska uh, gave me a like on Twitter when I posted nice. it. That's that's probably why they saw it. So. There it oh, is. Okay. There it is. <laughs> I know it did catch on. I think it got like 250 likes or something on on Facebook. Oh it my! Pretty amazing. Very good. Very good. And, yeah. and it, seriously, yeah. I said it, and Joe had it done in like 10 minutes. What a testament to his his brilliance! I love it. So <laughs> just goes to show you where my life is right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shop that quickly. <laughs> well, you know. At least uh, you're proving them. You're proving everybody else wrong, though. We are looking at the death of comedy. No, we're not. Yes. No, we're not. No. So <laughs> the, the the chances that comedy will die under me is zero. Yeah. Right. It just can't, yeah can't do can't, it. Can't happen. Can't, can't do, do it. it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so anything else, can't Michelle? Before we pass it off to Joe. No, that's it for me. All right, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Well, we didn't we didn't have time to cover this tonight because we had so much funny stuff to cover. But how about Trump? He has personally pushed the United States Postmaster General. Oh my God, that's right, Brennan, to double the rate that the post ser- postal service charges Amazon.com. Oh my! What the God. hell? Yeah. And other firms to ship packages. And she pushed back. Mm-hmm. She said that these are contracts subject to uh, review. And they are beneficial to the post office. But Trump is still pushing for him to double the rates. He can't, though. He has nothing to do with the post office. It's not federally run. Yeah. Right. Where all no, the asshole? Gonna... Where all the asshole libertarians have voted for Trump uh, with the pushback here? Hey, Rand Paul, where are you, dick bag? Is he doubling all of UPSs and DHS and uh, FedEx and all well, those? Well, just as it's it's just like remember when Nixon uh, attacked uh, wanted the IRS to attack his enemies? It's it's yep. the same thing. Yeah, it's the post office to do it because what he's je- he's jealous. He's oh. jealous of a real billionaire. And how do we right. know that Jeff Bezos yes, is. Is, a, is a real yep. billionaire? Because he is. And Trump never releases taxes. He's a fraud! Yes, he is. That's right. Jeff Bezos is launching rockets into space. While Trump is launching uh, sharks into is his chair. Into, <laughs> into Stormy Daniels. Oh, no. <laughs> and taking kickbacks from China and Russia and, and uh, yeah. Qatar and all those. Oh, countries. yeah. Yep. Well, but he launched him. Trump met at the White House about it twice. Yeah. And, to be uh, fair, to be fair though, he launched the rockets at Stormy Daniels, and she's like, "Wait, where? <laughs> what? Are you what? serious? Is it happen? Have you started? Are you done? Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you idiot? Yes. Yeah. See, uh, okay. <laughs> uh. And all of that is referring to uh, how tiny his penis is. Don't say penis in this house! Anyway, Joe, finish up. Go ahead. Uh, just, just to say how sh- sh- 
slimy this guy is. The meetings that they had about this never appeared on his public schedule. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Oh, He's such wow. a worm. Criminal. Fucking you know, criminal. Howard. Honestly. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. All right. Well, yeah, we gotta That's get we, we gotta get running. But uh, seriously, great show tonight. Um, I think the great show tonight, everybody. Uh, every once in a while, my voice does that. But yeah, great show tonight. Uh, you know, uh, again, my apologies for blowing up on last Tuesday's program. But you know, I I, I just get to this point where you know if I'm if I ever have to talk about Israel and Palestine and Christians and Muslims and Jews all together, it makes me a little bit nutty because yeah. I cannot get into that mindset of um, you know dangerous superstitions. I just can't. Whether it's somebody just using it for power to manipulate the people who believe the shit, whatever. It just drives me out of my head because I'm not that way. I'm not superstitious at all. Did I will you say the Spanish Inquisition? Uh, <laughs> I, I've nobody expects that. You know, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. uh, you know, I've 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 tried to look out for them. You know, see if they're coming. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but other than that, I really don't have much else to add. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed themselves tonight. Um, uh, fuck thoughts, fuck prayers, action. That's what we need, yes. everybody. And, uh, of course, uh, I'll be on the back end of Mike Check Radio tomorrow night with Miles, Michelle, and Adam, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here uh, every Saturday on Indie Media Weekly. And uh, Rain will return next Tuesday. And... Yeah, all kinds of other fun stuff I'm sure will ensue between now and then. But in the interim, this is all we got. We're done. Bye-bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! The awful Oval Office. The United States on America.